Yeah. Yeah, I just did audio in the beginning and yeah. then I was like, fuck it, let's do a video. Yeah. And Espen said you should do video. Yeah. He goes, man, it'd be really good if like you post it on YouTube and then you can make small clips. and. Yeah, the clips are where the money is, I, uh, I feel like. And I, then like people, if, if it's something interesting in the clip, yeah. and then, then you sort of listen to, to the whole episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's what catches me with podcast videos as well yeah like, that, oh shit i gotta listen to more about this guy talk about the sauna or something yeah like when you see like those clickbaity like joe rogan clips on youtube mm. or something like talks about um quitting coffee and what 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 it did to him and yeah it's like oh shit okay i have to listen to the whole podcast now so yeah exactly yeah. get the full breakdown yeah, dude, we are rolling. So oh, fuck yeah, it. We, oh, I like, I really like the way you're doing it because, like, because, like, then you get like a natural way to get into the podcast instead of like, yeah, be- okay, we're on. Yeah, <laughs> be- before yeah. I did it like that, and then I had a guest on, and she's like, let's just talk and start it like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. um, I'm gonna say thank you for being a guest here. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, Alexander Bastianson, yeah, comedian, actor, yeah. Rapper? Uh, no, not a rapper. I can't uh, pull it off. I'm uh, not cool enough. Yeah, okay. I try to wear cool clothes to to <laughs> to look like that, but I'm yeah. uh, deep down, I'm not that cool. No, okay. Do yeah. you have a third thing to add to the list? Podcaster. Well, yeah, I do a podcast with my with my brother. Nice. And um, yeah, mm, that's pretty much it. Yeah. If that's enough. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, boy, uh, I gotta get something more, but still, like, I'm um, pretty. You want more? Yeah. Well, I wanna, I wanna start doing other stuff as well. Like, well, I wanna be successful <laughs> in comedy and and acting first, but yeah, yeah I wanna do a lot of different stuff. Like what? What do you wanna do? What's different? Oh yeah, like yeah, like like yeah, write and produce my own like movies and and TV series and stuff like that. That yeah. would be really cool. Like yeah, yeah. like being in the same vicinity of like where my where I want my career to go. But gotcha. Yeah. And if you wanted to like write a movie or something, for example. Yeah. Would it be a comedy? Uh, uh, comedy and drama. Yeah, okay. Uh, because like uh, I I went to acting school for f- because I wanted to be a comedian because I heard Dave Chappelle went to study te- theater. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so because I wanted to do comedy, uh, so I I I I just okay, I need to do this. Mm. Uh, so that was like it was sort of a planned way to get into comedy and acting. Gotcha. Uh, to to like okay, acting school do spots uh, on the evening yeah okay yeah so but you have a background in dramatic performance then yeah like like in acting school uh, the first two years are only drama yeah uh, and the last year we do comedy because comedy is way harder yeah than dramatic acting yeah Uh, so and I really like dramatic acting as well that was actually the thing I was best at (laughs) can you can you cry on command Uh, it takes me a while like I and have go no 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 <laughs> it takes me like I have to warm up and I have to you have to put yourself in a fragile state of mind sort of I gotcha uh, so it takes a little time so if I if I know I have a scene where I'm I I should cry mm. then I'm like okay I'll listen to sad music I uh, in the morning I I I sit down and think of all the shit I've been through in yeah. my life gotcha and like you sort of use it because it's a hard like it's a pretty um big emotion yeah. or like extreme emotion yeah like anger it takes me nothing like yeah, I, yeah that's pretty 
pretty easy. I feel like that's an easy one to slide into. Yeah. Because you can just like really psych yourself up. But yeah. if you're trying to do something like portray misery or sadness, like you got to yeah. dig down into that emotion because that's not something that you're accessing. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very deep, primal feeling. Yeah, and it's sort of like different ways of um, of doing acting like uh, acting like these emotions because you can... Uh, some ways of doing acting it's you can you can you go from the physical and you like you yell and you fucking uh, tense up yeah and then that changes your mood to get mad but there's gotcha. no way to do that when you're when you're crying so yeah so you have to like go from inside and out yeah yeah because even maybe the body language of being sad is still not as uh, triggering as no. as an emotional recall that Absolutely you can have not. from a past experience or something yeah yeah right shit acting's cool man so i mean you know one of the cool things that i really like lately is uh jordan peele's career jordan peele yeah yeah the, yeah. the comedian like uh, improv dude that had uh and now he's like directing movies like, horror movies yeah the, the scary horror movies i watched this one uh horror movie the the first one he made i think get out get out oh my god what the fuck? Such a psychological thing. Like, yeah. Like, I wasn't like, I, I, I was just like a little like fucked up. Like, what am I supposed to make of this? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so, so well done. So, so, so new. So, but yeah. I think that's what you can do as a comedian when you transfer a little bit of your, uh, you know, artistic vision on things just and transfer it over to a, another discipline. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because the Get Out movie was kind of like, what the fuck? Mm. But it was also kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, shit. Okay. You're kind of not really sure where to place your emotional energy. No. And no. It, it, as a comedian, you can kind of like dance yeah. people around different premises. You can and then play with it. You can totally play with it. If you, if you, like, one of my favorite things to do is sort of to make people mad and then, like, okay, hold on, hold mm. on. Mm. Let, just let me say the next sen sentence because some of the stuff I talk about on stage is not like, yeah, people want to hear, but yeah. but some 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 of the stuff. But um, it's the same thing. Like uh, comedians are are different way. Like I feel like I'm more of a comedian than an actor, but still, like I, I I've trained acting. But if you if you look at like Adam Sandler, yeah, like I really hate that he's only this comedian guy because like there's there's this movie that is one of my all-time like the best ones which is called rain over me like r-e-i-d-n yeah like um and he's playing a really dramatic like weird like dramatic role mm. like devastating story and it's such a well-done story yeah and he's like his dramatic acting there is so insane yeah yeah he kills it yeah and and no, nobody's seen it. No, I haven't seen it. No. But the uh, latest Adam Sandler movie I saw where he's a basketball scout. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, it was good. That was... You haven't seen it? No, no. I I have a girlfriend, you know, and gotcha. when I... when I Yeah. So when, like, we're, we're sitting down and watching things, yeah. like, I have so... so um, I'm so busy otherwise so like if i get to spend time with my girl i'm like no we're watching this no no, no <laughs> you let her choose yeah, yeah. i guess we're watching crew triumph <laughs> yeah true crime tonight yeah. babe yeah. yeah but she she has uh has a good uh, good like she had good has good taste it's just like okay um sometimes she's like no i don't want to watch it and Imagine. it's cool you know yeah. Cool. yeah yeah well the adam sandler movie is girlfriend friendly it's something yeah, for yeah. the whole family uh, absolutely yeah but the, the hustler is as well 
is that the name of the, 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 the new Adam's Adam's yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Okay. I watched it with my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the movies that we could like watch and be like, oh shit, this was really cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's the same as that. You know that Will Smith movie, King Richard. Yeah, I haven't a, seen it. I want to see Serena Williams' yeah, yeah. dad. That's also a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes it's a balancing act finding something to watch with your girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, and my girlfriend wants to watch a lot of true crime shit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like she's just a standard white chick. Fucking, let's go watch some white chicks get murdered. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, it's so what weird. is up with that? It's so weird how women are are like that. So like, okay, let's not say all women, but a lot of women really like watching like true crime stuff. I, I, <laughs> I don't, don't know, get it. Like. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand how like you want to watch your worst, like uh, your worst nightmare. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Um, but oh well, I can sort of relate. Like I watch like skydives going wrong all the time. So do you watch skydives going wrong so that you can learn from their mistakes? Both, I think. Right. Like, I I get really scared when I when I look at them. Yeah. So. It's sort of, I think it's sort of like a, an emotion that I, I, it triggers and yeah. it feels like it's like laughing, like you're, yeah. you're happy, but this is like, you're, you're raising your adrenaline. So yeah. I think it's that, but it's also like, okay, don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, that's what I, when I watch jujitsu videos that yeah. have horrific outcomes, yeah. like that I watched the video with a dude who did a jumping arm bar yeah. in a no-gi tournament and ended up landing on his neck and getting paralyzed. And it's nasty to watch. And it, the title said, it, it explained what was going to happen. I got, I do not want to watch this, yeah. but I have to, just yeah. in case I'm ever thinking of doing a fucking flying armbar or something in a no-gi tournament. Yeah. Eh, don't do it. But I, I feel like things would like, well, yeah, I, I, I know, but, but like, I feel like um, a lot of risk, there's risk in everything, right? Mm. So, so like... Like when you're when you're skydiving or when you're doing um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu or something like that, there's always a risk. Like right, everything there's freak accidents all the time. So yeah. if, so I feel like yeah, you should do some risk management and stuff like that. But in the end of the day, you're you're trying to strangle people or jumping out of a plane. Yeah, with like a <laughs> with like a blanket for, to to stop the flow. Yeah, yeah. And there's also like the other side of risk management where it's like if I don't do it. You know what I mean? If I decide, oh, skydiving's too dangerous. Yeah. Or if I decide jujitsu, I might get injured. Yeah. The riskiest part of that is that you live a fucking boring life yeah, with no yeah. adventure. That's the thing and, I always think and about. And like, as like I'm getting older and I'm training with other guys that are getting older, they're like, well, even though I risk getting injured at jujitsu, yeah. if I don't do jujitsu, I'm probably going to risk obesity or high blood pressure. Yeah, there's always a plus and a minus. Exactly. Yeah. There's always a plus and a minus to everything. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, agree. I guess it's just up to everybody just to figure out like where their own skill set fits into managing that risk. Yeah. Like you're probably an experienced skydiver. Well, I have 52 jumps now. So yeah, okay. So not like experienced experience but like i can jump out of a plane and get stable and pull my pull my chute yeah and like track a little bit and stuff like that but yeah okay yeah. so at like 52 jumps you're like okay your risk management for jumping out of a plane is like okay i've done this 52 times yeah probably gonna work out okay yeah, yeah. then if you applied that risk management to something like uh fucking uh base jumping yeah or, or like oh. you know between a canyon you're like uh yeah maybe not I'm this not, one i'm not doing this one right yeah, yeah. but i feel like we we're getting into a, a really like uh deep thing because i've been thinking a lot about this like like um 
if you don't do stuff everything uh, uh, all the time, mm. you're, you're you're comfortable, right? Yeah, you're comfortable. It's it's okay. Like if you if you stay at home and you you eat candy and uh, a good meal and you work, you do the same workout every week. You're comfortable. You mm. you get into a set of you're comfortable. But that's not happiness, right? It's definitely not growth. No, it's, but it's not happiness either. You're right. Yeah, I agree. I feel yeah. I feel like comfort is the is the it's like a way to trick you into that you're you're happy. You know what comfort is? Comfort's just living your life at five. Yeah, yeah. Just like okay, it's yeah. not a one, yeah. it's not a ten. Yeah. But like I'm comfortable. I'm just cruising on a five. Yeah. And I feel like when you're going out of your comfort zone and like even if it's like okay, go, getting up on stage, mm. like that's that's not comfortable. Definitely but not. When you get off, uh, when you get off, it's like you're you're warm. Like I always get cold when I when I'm about to go on stage. Yeah. When I get off, you get physically cold. Yeah, yeah. My huh. my hands and like because my blood is like pumping and like I I always feel a rush. Yeah. But when I when I get off, I I get warm and I feel like this fussy feeling like mm. when it goes well, of course. Yeah, like the endorphins release and it's that release of tension. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, I'm building up to something. Yeah. I did it. It went great. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Or your brain just yeah. rewards you yeah. with like, yeah. here are some yeah. fucking endomorphins. Or you can relax for five minutes yeah. now. Now before, you can chill. Before right. the self-hatred comes yeah. back. <laughs> before you analyze your set and realize you're a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. You're a faker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel, I really feel like, uh, feel that way. Well, for me. Like yeah, I, I really need to get like the same way if I if I've done the same set over and over. Like I you re- get comfortable with that. Yeah, set. you get comfortable. Yeah, and and then you get tired, and then the jokes uh, becomes flat and real flat. Yeah, and the audience sees it. So I always try to put in a new like just a new line, a new new just to like. So see. on the existing joke that you've done like a bunch, yeah. you'll add something to it, or tweak a word, or tweak it just so that it has a degree of freshness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but the premise and the punchline are still relatively the same structure. Yeah, and also like if I've if I'm just keeping most of the jokes the same way, but I put in another joke, I yeah. feel like every, it brings everything to life again. Yeah, I do too. Even if I'm mixing up the order. Yeah. You know, even if it's the same stuff, but I'll just swap things around with how they go. Just so it's a little bit stimulating. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. I think that's the right way. If you, yeah, yeah. If you get tired of things, man. You know what? I got so tired of my act. Yeah. So tired of it because I basically developed in the it in the first half of this year, and then I went on tour with it, and we did like you know a bunch of shows around Norway. Just same, 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 yeah, same, yeah. same. And then we had the finale, and then I was like, "That's it. I'm done with this material." Like, because yeah. I could just, I just didn't want to say those words anymore, no. regardless of the order of the set, regardless of the jokes. And then I, I did that some of those jokes a couple of times, mixed in with some new stuff, and those jokes were just flat. I just didn't want to say it. Yeah, you I should, just, you should give him a little bit break, yeah, like a, a break because, uh, because the jokes are still there, so you mm. should use them, but. But like you should give him a break and then put one in with the new stuff and like just yeah, play, that's a good play idea. with it because yeah. like I always have like jokes that I don't feel like is is like ready, it's done. Mm. But I but I just okay, I do I'm doing this today. Maybe I can figure it out on stage. Like it's almost done, but I it, it lacks a finish or something like that. So do you, do you how do you store your jokes? Do you have like a a library of jokes on your laptop somewhere? I have or? a really messy Google Docs. Ah, yeah. so, I see. So I write everything everything in Google Docs. Yeah. Uh, like on my phone if I have an idea and then I sort of write it uh, in. Mm. Uh, and also uh, every set I do 
I I write everything word for word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's everybody says like, hey, well, then you become stiff and stagnant and stuff yeah. like that. But I disagree. Yeah, it will. For me, it's more like if I've done that work, yeah. I I don't have to think about my set while I'm waiting to get on stage. Mm. And then when I'm on stage, I know the words, I know everything, so I can I can sort of. Um, uh, I can sort of relax and and be because I know where I'm supposed to go. So if I feel like something that pops up in my head uh, fits there, then I just put it in. Yeah, and try. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's good. Man, How long have you been doing comedy now? Did I started uh, in October 2018? Yeah, and then I hit it pretty hard in 2019. Yeah, and then everything locked down for two years. So I don't know how long like you count it. You know, so so, so like about so, three and a half. Yeah, if if that. I mean, there was jack shit going on in 2020. Yeah, and in 2021, it wasn't that much better. I was spots here and there. The only thing that really got me through in 2021 was we did the Lata Vaccina tour. Yeah, yeah. So that it's was cool that you guys do that. Yeah, so cool. It was totally unexpected too because in 2021 i mean everything was shut like for the first half of the year and then everything opened in summer and then it all shut down again yeah it was like a summer vacation it was <laughs> it was Cor- like, yeah corona, corona vacation the like. virus is on holiday that's like norwegians like okay we need to get out and have a beer in yeah. the sun so yeah, yeah. okay let's just have a break now if some people die then yeah, no, no, the no. pandemic has to respect Felisveria. <laughs> you know, this is a Norwegian tradition. This is something that we've yeah. been doing for a hundred years. Yeah. Uh, we're going to keep doing it. So that got me through. Got that got me through. So in in those two the two lost years, yeah. it was mostly the Latte Vaccina tour yeah. that carried me through. Yeah, and then uh, everything opened up again, and then you know just been hitting it hard since then. Yeah, I've seen you. Like it's funny how like comedy. Like the the community and comedy is sort of branching out now. Like, wh- there's always been a lot of people that came and went, and there's always been a lot of people that been doing comedy. But but like during the years I've been doing it, there's been a lot of people that like uh, I've I've done a show with and like said hello to and stuff, and then never seen and like. But like, it's cool to see the people that's with it sort of it's but, really cool yeah. because they end up becoming your friends yeah like and you see them over and over and over again and you see them and you're like oh nice yeah. i'm glad that you're here yeah i remember like the first time i i uh, i met you it was at this weird show, english show at the grenland oh yeah 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 at got hob yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah I, got I know talk. what yeah. you mean. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you had your long hair and yeah, like dude, so, sexy. Yeah, so like. So, yeah, <laughs> so, 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 like start, bro. Do you miss your hair? Yeah, yeah. Surf instructor style. Why did you get rid of it? For grappling. For grappling. Okay. Yeah, because it just kept on getting pulled out, All and right. it was just a mess. And you know, you're showering so much. I was training three, four, five times a week, and yeah. just always shower, long hair, walking home in the winter. With, I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I basically did it to be a more effective grappler. Yeah, I yeah. sort of, uh, I sort of like, I I love shaving my head as Me well. Too. Like I don't like when I. This when when I have a girlfriend, it's like it's so easy. But my girl hates <laughs> when I shave my head. So yeah, I, oh, fuck. Okay. She loves the uh, yeah the the nice hair. Runs a finger through it. Yeah, stuff like that. I get it's, it. It's the it's the it's the it's the least I can do. I come up yeah. short pretty pretty often. <laughs> yeah. So like okay, I can okay. I can keep my hair. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a good boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what a Romeo. Yeah. So, but do you do you want to do acting? 
yeah, I, I, I want to do acting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I've done a lot of comedy sketches. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like, hey, we've got some like free time. Let's make a comedy sketch. And I've really enjoyed doing that. Yeah. So I think if I did any acting, I'd really just like to do comedy acting. Yeah. Just to play like a ridiculous character. Yeah. Somebody yeah. with like the worst personality traits exemplified forever. Yeah. 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 You that's, know what I mean? That's a fun dude. Like that's I, the dream. Yeah. Like I remember we did a lot of improv, like, um, like, like improv around the scene. So you sort of read the scene just one time and you've, sort of find the essence of what, what the scene is. Yeah. And then you just walk into a room with your partner and and you just do it. So so my character was a bit of a an asshole. Perfect. And I was like, this is the funnest thing ever. Yeah. And like I, I haven't killed as bad as I did in that room. Yeah. Like yeah, in yeah, front yeah. of my class. People love seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. People love seeing the worst example of what a human can be yeah. in a funny way. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're just exaggerating it yeah. and drawing on all of the faults and leaning into it so hard and people are like, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. And saying like the the thing that everybody's thinking, but nobody yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Just, the greatest thing. Yeah, but but like yeah. Um Dude, I can't believe we get to say the shit we say on stage. You, you don't? I, I think it's like incredible. You know what I mean? Like some of the things that we can say on stage as comedians is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like we can get away with so much shit. Like even when I'm in the Confrancière, sometimes yeah. I've been roasting people all in good fun yeah. and just saying the most like ridiculous, like crazy shit. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like like I, I understand what you're saying about we get away with, but I'm still like it's... I've I've taken this like we we're supposed to do it. It's yeah. It's, it's to entertain you guys, right? So so like like this. It's the same thing with uh in movies. Like what they get away with, like filming, like killings yeah. oh and stuff. God. Like like it's like if I if I compare it to that, it's like so so I'm like I'm always surprised when people react to stuff. Yeah, I say because I never do it with like ill intentions. Mm. So but. Well, yeah. Do, do, here's a good example of that, like yeah. where things don't really match up. Like if you ever watch the UFC, when they're, uh, first of all, they'll show like head kicks, people getting knocked out, blood flying yeah. everywhere, heads getting caved in with flying knees. Yeah. And then when somebody's making a promo, they beep out the swearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if they're giving them the finger, they blur out the finger. Yeah, yeah. You're like, how the fuck does that work? It's how TV work in, works exactly. in the United States. And, and that's what I like that we can get away with on stage with comedy. It's yeah. like you don't have, nobody's beeping you out. People might come yeah. up afterwards and say, hey, well, you're really like uh, pushing a few scary buttons there. But it's like, you can still say shit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, even when I'm just on stage and I have like an audience in front of me, yeah. I can ask them anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it's like, you can't, do, what other setting could you just be with a bunch of people that you don't know and just ask how long have you been dating that person? Yeah. What do you think? Whatever. You know what I mean? Talk to them about anything. Yeah. It's, it's a real, uh, I don't know, man. I think we're yeah. really fortunate to be able to just do that. Yeah. Do you like to MC more than doing a spot? Definitely not. No? No. Because you're such a good host. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I feel I really like the 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 times I've seen you host. It's like wow, because you're you're so yeah yeah. You wanna yeah. You wanna snooze? Thanks. Um, if like you're you're such a like um, you you seem very safe with the person you are, and like that you're not going to 
to cross any boundaries. Yeah. So so and that's a good thing. Like sometimes I I cross the line. Sometimes when I'm emceeing, and gotcha. you're supposed to be the guy that makes everything nice and yeah. like sound. So yeah. So but uh, but I've been working on it because yeah. when I did one of my first MC jobs, I crossed that line. I, I crossed that line and I said some, I said to a girl, I, first of all, I had no idea what the fuck I was going to say. I was like, I just got to try to do crowd work. And I spoke to this girl. I go, hey, what's your name, Maria? Where are you from? Poland. Oh, you must be really good at cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But dude, the, the, the reason you can say it is because Polish people are white and you're a little utlending as well. Yeah, so so yeah. That's, that's like, yeah. But then I lost the crowd. Yeah. And then I noticed that people were like, oh, if you talk to me, are you going to diss me? If you talk to me, is it going to be an unpleasant experience yeah, for me? Yeah, so people lock up. Exactly. Yeah. And so I learned that lesson with that girl. And yeah. so now whenever I talk to people in the crowd, I make it a really rewarding experience for them. Yeah, like it's okay. a really good exchange. It's yeah. real positive. And I'm always like, what's your name? Oh, that's a beautiful name. And I usually mean it. And yeah. I'm always trying to make it so that they want to talk to me. Yeah. Because after I fucked up with that Polish chick, the crowd just didn't want to. I, the crowd work was dead for the yeah, night. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, when I'm at the corner or doing anywhere else, yeah. it's always just good vibes. And as the host, I feel like my job is just to keep the um, electricity in the room sparkling. Yeah. You know, like, ooh, it's, yeah. it's fun. It's keep good. Yeah, yeah. We like it. We want this. We want to interact. We're all together. Yeah. I haven't thought of it that way but but when i'm thinking about it like when i when i talk to people uh when i'm emceeing most of the jokes are like brought to me maybe because yeah. i'm a narcissist and like everything is supposed it's to be about you bro yeah, it's doesn't the world revolve yeah. around you yeah yeah that's yeah. what i heard yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> sometimes i think like sometimes i watch people and like do you think about yourself as much as i do because like does everybody think about themselves the way how how i do like everything revol revolves around me sort of like is this is this a wrong or a weird thought but no i don't think so because you're the center of your own experience yeah so doesn't it seem like everybody has to put themselves in as the character in the movie kind yeah. of thing but how much do you think about yourself like like a, a lot and like sometimes like did i say that wrong and like i walk around thinking like Maybe he took it like this instead. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I get anxious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to let that go. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it were that easy. If yeah. it was that easy. Yeah. yeah. Then there'd be no more therapists. Yeah. Everybody, all, everybody, all the psychologists are yeah. out of the job. Yeah, I give people work. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I try not to overanalyze too much, no. especially because I know that dif different people are in different situations and yeah. moods when you talk to them. Yeah. And it's like, I say a lot of stupid shit. And if we're friends and yeah. I say something stupid, you know I'm just fucking yeah, yeah, around. Yeah. But I I try not to overanalyze because it doesn't serve me. It's yeah. just a distraction uh, yeah. from what I should be doing. <laughs> I know, I know. And and I have offended people in the past, yeah. and I have fucking such it. And I go, hey, I just wanted to say I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. That's, yeah. So I, I I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I did a little too much. So like, yeah, I, yeah. But but I still do it if if I feel like okay, I was a dick there. Yeah. And a lot of pe uh, a lot of times people say like, no, no, you weren't a dick. Exactly. Either. That's yeah. what you get. Yeah, you yeah. know what are you talking about? But I really like saying. I really like sending the message anyways to be to be short. Yeah. 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 No, listen, it's I think it's good to be able to say sorry. And on the flip side of what you were uh, talking about earlier, there's a lot of people who don't think about 
themselves yeah. enough yeah. or about how they affect other people yeah you know what i mean they'll yeah. just go through life like a fucking bulldozer <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. just keep going yeah and he's like dude look at all these fucking things you fucked up along the way like, yeah. whatever and that's what you don't want to be no, no. But it sounds like you're an introspective person uh pretty much yeah and, right. it's, and it sounds like that the things that you think about with yourself are in the light of self-improvement yeah yeah m mostly yeah. yeah yeah right yeah so i don't think it, it's a you know it's a, yeah. a trait that's like a, a bad thing but no. if it gets in the way of what you're doing or as a distraction then that's the problem yeah. exactly yeah 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 but uh i mean i don't know what you can do about that man <laughs> You know, you could either give less fucks or you could just kind of be yeah. more confident and comfortable in the way that you uh, uh, perceive yourself to come off to people. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just go, oh, look, it's just me. They know me. It's yeah. fine, right? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, know, you can't always tell though, man. Like, I've said shit to people and they've, they've thought about it for years later. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, some, sometimes I have, like interaction or not an interaction but like yeah, i remember yesterday mm. uh, some of the comedians came up the stairs and i was like i was like saying hello to everybody mm -hmm. and there was one dude that like just walked past me yeah and it felt weird but i was like i was like did i do something shitty yeah, to this guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but but still like you can't really think about you can't, can't think, think you can't about put yourself stuff. in other yeah. people's heads no, and no. I, I got a 13 year old kid yeah. right and she's constantly thinking about how she gets perceived by other people yeah and i go look first of all most people are so caught up in their own lives yeah. like they're not giving a fuck about like what color socks you're wearing yeah. or anything like that like don't worry about it because people are so focused on what they're doing, what they're thinking, they're in their own worlds anyway. So if you can cut out that feeling of like worrying about what other people think of you, yeah. like your life just becomes so much easier. That helps with comedy as well. That was hundred percent. That was a that was a thing that like I felt help held me back in the beginning. Like I I thought way much more about how other comedians perceived me so i got you yeah like comedians uh, that you admire yeah yeah, people yeah, that were, uh, yeah yeah so i wanted to be smart and like educate now i'm like now like why like me i'm pretty i'm 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 not a stupid person but i have a lot of stupid thoughts and yeah. that's what i'm talking about just my my way of looking at, at stuff. that's funny yeah, yeah 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 that's where you get all the humor yeah like i i'm i'm not a person to educate people you know no 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 <laughs> to me either Although yeah. I do, but dude, you're you have something to say. Like your studio is fucking sick, and like it's not you. just this room, but also like the, the stuff you have outside. Yeah, thanks. Fucking. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's basically like a manifestation of my mind. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like we have the podcast studio, yeah. we have jujitsu mats, training, we have filming, we got photo studio, we got editing. So yeah. it's all like just things that I'm interested in. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about doing a stand-up show here. That would be cool. Wouldn't that be dope? Yeah. Like just clear out that main area, get a bunch of foldable chairs. Yeah. Build People up can bring stage. their own booze. Yeah. yeah. Like fuck it. Do Let's it. Just man. Do it. Yeah. 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 I really like doing like weird shows as well. Me like, too. Some sometimes they're just like, oh fuck, do mm -hmm. I have to do this? But but a lot of times it's it's way funner than you think yeah the experience yeah just the whole setup is like so bananas yeah like, yeah okay i guess this is what we're doing now yeah i remember one like early on like five years ago maybe i i did this have you been to the place at lucka called hitta 
No. Really small place. And just like in the middle of the room, there's like these stairs. Yeah. And then there's seating on top of the stairs and mm. down on the stairs. Just like maybe, maybe three of these rooms. Oh, wow. That's small. Yeah, that's small. Yeah. So, so people are sitting. So you have to play like 360. Oh shit! And it was such a fun time, like yeah, like uh, and like playing three hundred sixty degrees is yeah, is, yeah. is weird. Yeah, yeah. Where do you look? Do you just yeah, keep yeah. turning around? Yeah, or? I think you just have to play to everybody, and gotcha. then you just walk around. Like I, I pulled it off, but I didn't like think of the technical nah. <laughs> things. But isn't that what like big, big, big comedians do? Like they perform in the round. Like in some a, of them. Like like uh, like Gabrielle Iglesias was in like Dodger Stadium or something. Yeah, I think also Dane Cook. He filled like yeah. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, and, like, exactly. And then it's three sixty. Yeah, people yeah. are sitting like all around you. Yeah. You gotta be like. <laughs> But yeah. I guess then they also have big screens and cameras. Yeah, yeah. So you can always just like look at the screen if you want, if they're, if they're not facing you. Yeah, like the the large like comedy concerts, like mm. like Bill Burr when he was in, in Oslo Spectrum. Yeah. It, it was good. Don't get me wrong, but like I would rather see him in Centrum Sen or Parkteatre. Yeah. Where I actually yeah, can yeah. see him. What do you think about Folketeatre? That's a really good comedy stage. Yeah, it's a good venue, isn't it? Yeah, because like I, I saw Louis C.K. there. Yeah. I was on first row though. I don't understand how I got those tickets. Oh, wow. But, like I I didn't know until I came to But that was that was really a show for Louis to to test his new stuff. Yeah. It, like it wasn't rough and I, it, it, when I when I in first I was like, what the fuck is he doing? But then I was like, okay. He's working on stuff. Enjoy. You, you're one of those people that can enjoy that mm. part of his his process as well. Yeah. So then it got really cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed that experience because yeah. if we were at the... I think we were at the same show. Yeah, Because yeah, we ended yeah. up driving yeah, up, to together. up to New York together. Yeah. yeah, and it was... First of all, it was so good seeing everybody from Comedy Norway. Yeah, it's pretty cool, You know what right? I mean? Like, you look at me like, oh, shit, there's that guy. Yeah. Oh, there's these guys. Oh, fuck this. And you just saw... Like, like the just... corporate comedy people as well. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You're here? Yeah. You're so... like in a fucked up hoodie <laughs> like, hey, how are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was so nice that like... uh you know, so many comedians could yeah. just be in the same place at the same time, enjoying a comedian that everybody there obviously really admires. Yeah. So that was a really awesome experience. Yeah. But then also, like you said, like it wasn't like his most polished yeah. uh, performance. No. But I, I actually really enjoyed that. I really like when I, I watch comedians um, like test stuff. And yeah. yeah. Like I, I was on tour with uh, Hollywood. Uh, no, uh, well, not the last time, but Halvor Johansson, a uh, uh, stand-up uh, Norge uh, comedian. Yep. A uh, really good comedian, and and I was in Bergen with him. And he did um, uh, the first set of the week. He did almost everything new. Some landed, some not, but it was it was so cool to see him, like, on stage working on it and, like, like now I'm working. I, I I can't be bothered with like killing now. Yeah, and it's pretty cool to see like everybody is sort of human. Everybody starts from scratch somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. everybody starts from scratch again once they're finished with all their material. Yeah, the next two two days he fucking floored the room. But yeah, <laughs> yeah right. But yeah, and a lot of it was the new stuff as well. So. Yeah. Okay. So this yeah. is like okay, learning, yeah. processing, yeah. scanning, yeah. working, yeah. killing. Absolutely. 
Yeah, it's such a good process, man. Like lately, I, I realized like after seeing, um, you know, lots of live tryouts yeah. and like how well Espen did and how yeah. hard he's been working. Dude, he's such a machine. He's a beast. Dude, he's... But, but like, that's what I was thinking when I when I came here. Uh, sorry to interrupt. No, no, but, no. But like Espen, he, he's studying law. Yeah. He's doing shows almost every day. Mm. He's, uh, uh, he's having his second uh, child. Yeah. And he's like killing it. Yeah, but I heard he gets the stem cells from the unborn baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's why he gets all the energy. But then I thought about, <laughs> then I thought about you. Yeah, you have two children as well. Yeah, you run your own business. Mm. You have employees. Yeah, you have another po podcast. Yeah, and you do as much comedy as you uh, you you can. Yeah, and you also do jujitsu. Yeah, and work out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so like that's pretty machine like i feel like i'm pretty proficient with 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 what i do as well yeah but like when i look at like people like you i'm like okay i gotta step my step my game up well you know i just don't like those dead moments of the day you know what i mean like where i'm just like oh i've got two hours not to do anything now i always feel like i'm somebody that i have to fill that time with i want to fill that time with something that i'm passionate about yeah and like every day i try to fill at least one or two hours with something that i really really love yeah because like i can't go on holiday like fucking for a week you know every two or three weeks but i can go on holiday yeah every day for an hour yeah or two hours yeah. or whatever it is so yeah. when i'm doing something like comedy even if it's just writing that's a holiday to me yeah like it's not really work oh, like, it's, it's writing a holiday for it you? is oh man you know what this is I, gonna i like writing but I the love process it. of getting a bit to like mm. i like it but i also hate it sort of do you, I get you. know what i'm yeah. saying yeah. dude i for me in a certain flow state yeah. writing is just as and sometimes more enjoyable than actually performing oh shit because it's you're the, lucky yeah oh, it's yeah. the a divine act of receiving an idea from nothing from the universe and just channeling it and creating it yeah. like i'm giving birth yeah. to a joke and that is like this monumental moment in, yeah in my experience well i can relate with that because when when i'm like most of a lot like i've done it i, I do it differently uh with different jokes but like like if i have a if i have a start in in a theme yeah uh like okay that's funny that's mm. i can build on that then it's like it's work i have to figure out okay where can i put this can i go into this branch can i go into this branch yeah so it's a different thing but but like a lot of bits as well it's like just just my girlfriend saying something weird or like me me seeing something and like Fuck, and then I just get the idea, and then yeah. I just—that's—that's that's, uh, the same way yeah. I feel. That's the divine yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the light bulb. Yeah, yeah, you go, yeah. Ding. Ah, oh, that. Yeah, yeah. That. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, but you know, like, uh, I basically was totally sick of my material, yeah. right? I'd done it like so many times, killed, 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 yeah. flat. Yeah. And then uh, yesterday I finished work at like 4.30 and then I went home and I was like, I'm going to write a whole new act yeah. tonight, like now. I don't give a fuck. So, so then how I, many minutes? I was, I think I did six minutes. Oh, dude. That's, right? It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. But it was just a... Uh, super flow state it all just came to me uh, it was all just there like yeah. the structure was already just kind of like writing itself out yeah and uh then i basically memorized it 
in the car on the way down and then out the front. And then I went on stage and I was like, okay, I think I know where I'm going with this. And my level of theatrical performance was yeah. like non-existent. Yeah. I was just dedicating 99% of my brain power to remembering the jokes. Yeah. And it fucking killed. Yeah. It crushed. And that, are, but those jokes are going get, to get just harder or, or better and better. Yes. Uh, when, you, when, you get, like, when you get loose with it. Yeah. Like, uh, like if you want to know what I do to remember. Like, yes. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I have weird ways of remembering stuff. Stuff like uh, scripts at school and, st and stuff as well. Like I, uh, I write everything word for word. And then I have this like, um, oh, what's it called? When when there's a punchline, mm. uh, I put this uh, just a uh, like a line or something. Yeah, yeah, a line, and then uh, then enter, so it goes a little in. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and that there, that's where the punchline is. Gotcha. And then I write everything down, like every set. I write everything down. But if I have a new joke, I do. I I write it like four or five times. Yeah. And, and after that, sort of the work is done. Yeah. And then I have to become loose on stage, but that allows me to be mm. be loose on stage. You know, something that happened to me, which was pretty interesting last night, is like usually when I'm going on stage, I'm performing in English. Yeah. And so last night I did my entire set in Norwegian, which is oh, a language fuck. that I'm not very. I'm so sorry I didn't see. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah, so, yeah, I'm so sorry. No I, stress. Yeah, but it's like it's like I really wanted to see it. Like I I don't feel don't bad worry. about not taking the time to see it because like we're comedians we we watch comedy all the time but yeah but i want to i wanted to see that one you're, you're gonna see yeah, it another yeah. hundred times yeah cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but what was kind of interesting last night is that i was on stage and i wasn't confident at all like i didn't have it was all new material i'm not sure whether i'm gonna remember i don't know whether it's yeah gonna hit that's important yeah so um what was kind of adding to the element of humor was my lack of security yeah what was also funny was how vulnerable yeah. i appeared when i was on stage but the lack of security in the the lack of security in like in your uh, stature or lack of security in remembering jokes because Stat the, stature yeah stature. well that that you can keep but yeah. but like if you if if that comes that uh, like the the like I'm not saying that you're doing uh, doing that, but the lack of security in the material mm. that will shine through uh, negatively in, yes. the, in the future. So yes. if you if you felt like the the lack of security in your stature yes. uh, was a good element of comedy, then you should keep that. Yes. But, but still keep the yeah. Because um, I realized as I started going through the jokes that they were good. Yeah. And I go, oh, because the rest of the set is like this. Yeah. And you guys really laughed at the first two or three. Yeah. So you, you're going to love the next 10. Yeah. So then I had uh, confidence in the material. Yeah. But there was, uh, it, it was just kind of um, uh, interesting for me because usually when I have a set that's so polished, I'm so confident delivering it. Yeah. And then I feel like, you know, um, how the basis of um, pretty much every joke is surprise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't, it's not funny if you know what he's going to say. No. It's funny because you don't know it's what he's going to say. Where yeah. are you going with that? Yeah. So it was good because normally I think I have a, a persona of confidence. Yeah. And then I'm delivering confident material. But last night I had a persona of a lack of confidence, but delivered confident material. Yeah. If you know what I mean. So but, there was that disconnect. Yeah. But what, what are you in your 
regular day life. Are you a confident person? Yeah, really, extremely confident. Yeah. Especially because I'm like, you know, I've, I'm very good at what I do yeah. uh, professionally, and yeah. I work with people that I'm very comfortable with, yeah. and I just hang out with people that I love. Yeah. Okay. So I can 100% be myself. But in a in a setting of like, let's say, a lot of some comedians you do know, and some comedians you don't know, yeah. and like people with a lot of merit to their comedy. Mm. How are you in those situations? I am trying not to think of them. Okay. Yeah. But but it's still a, a hint of like, okay, I don't want to fuck up or... A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, because that's where I figured out like my comedy is. It's like, I'm sort of not sure of yeah. every, uh, everything. Yeah. It's just like what I think, yeah. and it's just like it comes through. But mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like, um, um, it's it's good to to keep the person you are um, in regular life yeah. on stage. Definitely, just, just get it bigger. Yeah, and 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 be and also be like um, honest with the 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 things you're saying because mm. like if you're yeah if you're putting on a character that's another thing but like yeah i, I don't know where i'm going no with this. I, uh, I, I know what, i know what you mean yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know definitely what yeah. you mean because last night it wasn't an act that i wasn't uh, confident like yeah. i really literally just remembered the last yeah fucking so you were honest in that moment 100 percent. Right? yes and i had never been more nervous yeah in the last year and a half, yeah. two years than I was last night. So that's night. good, right? Yeah, it was yeah. real good. And that's that's the 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 jokes are still gonna be good when yeah. you get confident with it. Definitely, it's just, it's just like in that moment. It's sort of like the honesty in the moment is exactly is key. Yeah. yeah, honesty in the moment was key. Yeah, and and, and I couldn't have pretended to have been confident huh. if I tried. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Because I was just so focused on remembering and like all the words were this like faint kind of glitch yeah. in my head that i had to real strain my third eye just to see them yeah and you're like okay that worked maybe yeah. this will work yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. maybe <laughs> this will work what is it again <laughs> yeah. oh, i can just see it oh yeah, there you go yeah, yeah. and i was so grateful because i had to take like you know normally sometimes one of the criticisms that i have um, heard about my comedy is that i'll just power through yeah. but last night the jokes were like distant in my memory so i had to you really to take longer pauses yeah, for them to come clear that's also the sort of the the dynamics in the room yep. like like if there's a big big crowd mm. and it's easy to get the rhythm yeah so that's a way to power through yeah and i love that but when there's a smaller crowd and the energy isn't that big you have to pause a little bit you have to well, you have to have a pause as well, uh, all the all the time. But you, the rhythm you find from the audience, sort of. Yeah. Like I remember, I remember, um, I I did Rick's the second time I was over there touring in, in Bergen. Yeah. And uh, first night went really well. Mm. Uh, but the second time, the second day, the 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 crowd was really rowdy yeah. and really big. And yeah. my and the first joke I I was about to do was. Um, I was really like down, like I, I, like not a lot of energy at all. Yeah, and I was nervous, so I went on and just did that mm. because that was normally what what worked. But I didn't take in the room. I didn't take yeah. in so so to get the to get the sort of um, what's it called attention from the the crowd. You have to match their energy. Yeah, and then nullify. I yeah. feel like yeah, yeah. That's how I do it. I the I got a tip from. 
Erik Krokos. Yeah. He told me that like you have to match the energy and then put it down or up to your level. Got you. Yeah. You know, you know that concept, oh, man, what the fuck is it? It's like, you know, when you're trying to bond with somebody yeah. and like you just automatically start copying what they do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they scratch their face, yeah, you subconsciously yeah. scratch your face. I think yeah. that they call it like yeah, in NLP, they call it like uh, matching and then leading. So like if if you took a sip and then I took a sip yeah. and then you took the water and I took some water and then I scratch my face and then you start copying me. Yeah. So I match you and then I lead. Yeah. Maybe that's the same kind of concept. Yeah, sort of I I don't know. I uh, I don't know. I don't know the concept, but like what I like um Ole Henrik, yeah, the one uh, the comedian uh he he told me like I like how you you start your set because you always pause and like nullify mm. and then you go on yeah because like then you're like okay i'm gonna do it myself yeah don't, don't worry I'll, i'll i'll get you there but yeah. like so i haven't thought of it until he he said it but yeah. like when i think back of all the things, like okay yeah that's that's yeah. really what i'm doing i just try stuff and like okay this works yeah and then, exactly and then like when other people say like that's what you're doing like oh fuck yeah it is what i'm doing yeah yeah it's so much of comedy is rhythm so much of rhythm. comedy is establishing a groove and then yeah. like we're just riding this wave and we're yeah. gonna go here we're gonna go up and then we're gonna go down and then we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna go up and yeah. then we're gonna go higher yeah. and this is what's happening yeah and it's yeah. like and and also like you can see really good comedians really not saying really like a lot of funny stuff they're just really good at rhythm really good yeah, at rhythm yeah, yeah i've noticed that about yeah. a lot of comedians yeah they're just talking this really paced like this and then ha ha they're gonna say something yeah. different yeah, and they're yeah. gonna talk about use this voice yeah yeah and you can you can really get uh you can get a get a joke working mm. with just and like small nuances like changing changing the the tonality of your voice yeah like fuck <laughs> yeah bad bad example but it it works yeah it because works. you're setting the rhythm yeah. of when the joke is gonna come yeah so you go okay we're with them until they do this yeah. and then that signifies oh that's the part where you laugh man you know one of the times where i saw you where you had such a good flow you had such a beautiful flow it was in hustler yeah it was hustler yeah you were headlining it yeah and yeah, i, I think, think so. you had like 15 20 minutes i think yeah. you did like 20. i did i did like 17 i think yeah, yeah. i'm and weird like that i like i like um yeah. right in the middle somewhere <laughs> yeah, between yeah, 15 yeah. and 20. Yeah. 17 yeah, no 30. no but i'm weird like that when i rem i remember pretty much the time the time and stuff yeah. like that but yeah 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 it but was you cool killed show. it yeah. and you had this like you entered into the vortex like yeah. you were like stepping through the next dimension of like flow and comedy and it was like mass hypnosis yeah and you had like this killer pace yeah bang 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 bang, bang. and then yeah. we're gonna take a little break and then we're going for it again another five minutes of just fucking murder yeah it was a fun show and that that what you're talking about that like when you're when you're on stage and like everything like you have them in your hand like you can really much if you get to that like that stage with a crowd mm. like most 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 times like you can kill but it's it's sort of work you have to you have to like you have to you do the jokes you have to have to do it but sometimes you just get into what you're saying the mass hypnosis yeah you can pretty much say everything yeah everything anything yeah and yeah it's kind of cool when that happens like i remember that show i remember a lot of those shows when like it went exceptionally good yeah like i have this um i had this gig um uh this saturday 
mm. like at uh, 14.30 uh, in the morning at like this festival. Yeah, what, in the afternoon? Yeah. 14.30. Yeah. 14 okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> afternoon, gotcha. yeah. yeah. So we were like the comedians that came before the the like musical artists. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like very, I was very like yeah, nervous because we were, we were supposed to be at the festival a after. Mm. So it sucks if you if you bomb. And then everyone's going to see you afterwards <laughs> yeah. while you're dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I would go straight to the hotel room. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But like crushed and nice. i felt that thing as well like now I'm, i have them in my hand like mm. it's so it's so it's so fun when you get to those points yeah but the the realization is like you can be uh, a good comedian as good as you want to be but that's not going to be all the time mm. uh so so like yeah i don't know how you get there all the time like i've gotten there a few times and i always go what was it like, yeah what was it about tonight And I, I kind of come to the conclusion that it's like a mix of everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like your position. It's how good the host is. It's how open they are. Yeah, it's how the crowd, how, how much they've been drinking. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, are there just the right amount of diversity in the crowd that find your humor, like, all really good yeah. instead of just appealing to, like, a few people and some other people don't get it. But, like, you, now you've got them all locked in. Yeah. Because that's when you kill. It's when yeah. they're all locked in. Yeah. And they're so, laughing at everything and they hysterically laugh yeah. it yeah that, that, that's what i was uh, about to say like um sometimes you kill where you're just you just have them with the rhythm and mm. and every joke goes well so i i also call that kill because like mm, but when when people can't stop laughing when you're going going uh to the next point mm. of your joke Uh, that's when you're like, okay, that was murder. That yeah. was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I had this set in Bergen and I was like, uh, I have I have the recording of it, but like I had, uh, I had 15 minutes. So I had to tell the crowd like, okay, relax. I have to get through <laughs> <Yeah>. everything <laughs> as well. Like, because it didn't stop. Like yeah. there, there was this guy that was, and everybody was laughing at this guy that was having a, so it's like, <laughs> Uh, but but it's so fun. It's yeah. So fun. How 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 often like do you have? Because you said you wanted to do um, after live tryouts, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. But you you're such a, like you 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 have this film company. You you know cameras. You know everything. Like, um, uh, do you do you have a plan of like uh, filming and and putting it out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely should. Like, yeah, I think so. It opened my eyes. Like. Um, Like uh, this is just my opinion, but like I feel like I, I, I could be on Lotte Live and do as good as a lot of the comedians that have done. I've been at Lotte. I've I've done really good every time I've been to Lotte, but I haven't made the cut. Mm. That's all right. But I spent some years like why why am I not getting on? Why am I not getting on? Mm. But when I just had some some footage of my show with good. Um, with good uh, audio mm. uh, and I just cut it up and put it out on uh, Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. Like the response is sort It's off of the hook. It's off the and you're reaching so many people that would never come to shows. Dude, like I have I have almost 1400 followers now. Yeah. Not not a lot at all, right? Yeah. But I got on Instagram 230,000 on one of my clips. Yeah. And like the reach you can get. It's insane. Yeah. And yeah. When I saw that and like, okay, so I can just keep filming, and mm. keep writing. And it puts also, 
it also puts uh, um, like uh, it also pushes me to write more because I I don't throw it away if I put it out on Instagram because yeah like it's mostly if you're lucky there's one in the in the audience that has seen the the clip right yeah. So I don't stop it, but it gives me like a push to like, okay, you have to find something new and then you can you can film that as well. And it just makes me be a better comedian because how I look at it is like um, the jokes I, I wrote uh, a year ago is not as good as the jokes I'm writing now mm. because I know the language way more. Yeah. Yeah. But I look at a lot of people that put videos out in America yeah. of their stand-up and some of it's good and some of it's not great. But no. they're just consistent with it. Yeah, I you think the I mean? model has changed a lot. Yeah, I think so too. Like I remember when I when I when I started, like um, a lot of people said like you shouldn't put things out, wait till you have an hour and stuff like that. But I yeah. think the the mo- business model has changed a lot. Mm, like fuck, you having an hour. You need yeah. to have like thirty seconds. Yeah, who's or a, a, a minute? Yeah, last year I was uh, I had a little money, uh, so I was like, my brother is is doing film, so I was like, okay, how much would it cost to like do two shows in a night and, and like film both, and and put it out? Like, how much would it cost? And he. He told me like maybe we can do it for like ten thousand if we get a good deal mm. uh, for like rent of, on camera stuff. And then I like thought about it and I was about like I asked around if I couldn't do it here and there because I have the material. Mm. Um, like I have, I feel like I could do a show with like forty-five minutes of good material. Mm. Um, but then like. I saw the cost and stuff like that. And then I got this clip from Hangover when they used to film it. Yeah. And I just I just um, cut it up into pieces and I put it out. And I saw like, okay. So so the first first clip I got, the 70,000 on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay. So I reached 70,000 with this. Yeah. Who's going to who's gonna listen to a 45-minute no stuff? One. No, no, one, no, right? no, no, no. But forty, but two hundred thousand going to listen to a minute, yeah, ten times yeah. or forty so, times. And if you get the following yeah. after, that's the way to get the following. And if you get the following, enough people love you, then you do a longer, yeah, longer shit, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think so. I think that just the way that the modern media landscape yeah. has shaped people, yeah, being consistent yeah. with short clips yeah. is more important than putting one hour out every year and a half. Yeah, that's that's the problem is that I I'm not as consistent. Like I I put out stuff maybe like sometimes I put out once every week mm. and then like okay I don't have anymore <laughs> so yeah. so I have to like film in more. I, I, I think like. I think what the best strategy is, is like what Andrew Schultz did. And he just did, he just said, I'm going to do one video every week. Yeah. That's it. One video every week. I should be able to get 30 seconds or 40 seconds once a week. Yeah. And then if you just commit to that deadline, that, you know, that target that you set for yourself. Yeah. And you go, okay, I'm going to set my phone up here. I'm going to film it. I know that I'm going to do like a 15 minute set. Can three of these minutes be clips? Yeah. And you start thinking about the clips yeah. in advance of doing the set. Yeah. And you know who I think probably the king of doing that Mark is? Mark Norman. Yeah. Mark Norman. Beast. One of my one of my favorites. But, Mine but, too. But if you see if you look at a lot of those people that came up in New York and stuff like they they've they've used this model that we're talking about. Like, yeah. It's not like it's not my idea. I just saw like it was possible with my reach as well. Yeah. So 
But that's what's crazy with yeah. the, if you're posting on a, as a reel. Yeah. The amount of reach that it gets. Yeah. And there's so many people that are interested in comedy or it just pops up. Yeah. And it's just so easy just to yeah. scroll and go, oh, comedy, awesome. But it has to be a really good joke. Yeah, I think and, so. And pretty short. Yep. Uh, I've seen like I, I've gotten good response on the, the other ones as well, but there are two or three clips that I like has reached uh, like un- over 100,000, stuff like that. Mm. And... And that's like the the short, really easy like um, punchline, like gotcha. setup punchline. Yeah, don't yeah. fuck around. We're going. No. This is it. This is happening. No. Yeah. So so like I'm I'm like always thinking of like how can I how can I um, make this work? But like uh, what I was saying, uh, the people that has come up has used this this model. Mm. Uh, uh, it's not my my how I thought. I just saw Mark Norman, Sam O'Reilly, two of the most like prolific comedians in my yeah. mind like they just they just write and they put out a new joke and like they yeah. just use social media to their advantage that's what comedians need to get so much better at yeah including me yeah you know like it's one of those things that you the amount of people that you can reach with your comedy yeah. is amplified 1000 x yeah with a clip on social media yeah i mean last night it was packed and i don't know how many people were there like mm. 20 25 or something well it wasn't packed have you been to miss miss Funerous when when it's fucking packed uh i guess not dude i'm sorry i'm sorry to no to, no no but but like i remember i went on miss Funerous spot i think two years ago or something yeah and it was i think it was like 40 50 people up there okay oh my god dude it felt like going on onto the club center at the uh, lotter yeah it was so fucking insane wow so but but it, it was a good uh, meet and like in a small room like that yeah. it's, it's easy to get like a crowd to do what you want sort of yeah but like miss Warner's is when it's fucking packed it's Okay. It's so insanely good. Like Daniel Drove has done a, such a good job with that, yeah. like d- making that stage a, a place for comedians to come. Because, oh, it's the best yeah. venue. Yeah. It's it's the it's, cr- it's the craziest venue. Yeah, it's I just want... this tiny loft, and everybody's yeah. just packed in there, and the ceilings are low, yeah. and the jokes just bounce off the walls. Yeah. The, want... the reason I said it was packed was because when you were performing last night as the headliner. Yeah. I, I couldn't get up. I couldn't get up the stairs oh, yeah. because there was like oh, yeah. five people that were on the stairs. I yeah. was like the sixth person. And then uh, two other guys came in that weren't comedians and they go, what's going on? I go, stand up. They go, can we watch? I go, yeah, you guys just stand here then. And then they took my spot. So yeah. then I was person number fucking nine <laughs> yeah. at the bottom. I couldn't yeah. get up. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I wanted to do my, I wanted to do like a solo show, like a one man show. Yeah, uh, at uh, Miss Funerals. That's where Marius did Fuckboy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I want to. I, I really, I still want to do it just because then I can like sell. If I sell, if I sell thirty tickets there mm. and do two shows, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's just a good venue to perform at. Yeah, really so even cool. if you sold thirty tickets over two shows, like yeah. those both those shows are gonna be fucking awesome. Do you enjoy large crowds as well? Like, what's your crowd um, uh, record? Ooh, I think the most people that I have performed to is maybe like, uh, we did a hundred and something at Salt last year for the Lata Vaccina final. But I think the biggest crowd was when I was in America and I did, maybe there was like 130, 140 people there. Where in America? Dude, it was at this uh, camp for kids. Yeah. In like a summer camp, but it was cool. filled with jujitsu people. Oh, yeah, it was cool. a jujitsu camp. Cool. Yeah, and I went there and uh, I uh, did a show at the night 
of the final party. Yeah. So it was just filled with fucking, you know. Did like, it go well? Yeah, it went great. Fuck. I did like 27 minutes, something like that. Cool, cool. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really good experience. Yeah. So that's probably the biggest crowd that I've done. Um, but I meant like, I'm so like just in love with performing for, you know, three people or oh. 20 people or uh, anything like that. Uh, there are like three people I, I want to shoot myself. For yeah, no, nah, man, but, not me, man. I'm but, like, you three people, you guys are the lucky ones. The other people that didn't come, they fucked up and uh, you're going to be able to tell them now. Well, that's a good way to think of it. But uh -huh. like, um, I think like, 20, 30 people, that's cool, a cool challenge. But it all uh, it all depends because like if it's a small room mm. and it's 10 people, then you can make it work. But if yeah. it's a, a large venue and it's 10 people, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because you can't hear the laughter, everything gets... No, I've, I've done like large rooms as well where there's just been pockets of people, yeah. like three oh, over the there, worst. five up there, seven at the back. Yeah. It's like, uh, come on, can worst. you guys all... No, we're not, we're staying here. Mm. And then that's really shit. Yeah. There's no connection between those groups. Yeah. That's why like when we did the out tour, whenever we went to a venue and checked it out, yeah. we would always rearrange the entire, really always. Yeah. Like we took all the tables out and we just made rows of chairs, yeah. Yeah. just like it was at the cinema That's or something. really important as well. Because we wanted to have the um, the rolling effect of the laughter. Yeah. You know, either it starts here and it rolls back or yeah. it starts at the back and rolls forward, but just everybody's got their attention focused yeah. towards the stage, just pushing forwards like a wave. Yeah. yeah. And then as the performer, you're getting all that energy channeled towards you. And you can pick up on like, oh yeah, yeah. Now I'm feeling it. Yeah, I I think that that's the thing that makes comedy so special. It's uh, it's an art form that you you need a crowd there to make it work. Yeah, like it's a it's a it's a play between the crowd and the comedian. It's not you can't st uh, you can't just film your jokes and put it out because that's stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a feedback loop. Yeah, you know, it's this constant feedback loop. Yeah. It's you, them, you, them, you, them, and it just goes around and around and around like that yeah. for yeah. however long you can fucking pull it off for. Yeah, yeah. I really I really enjoy like I I enjoy both. I've I've done mostly smaller rooms, but mm. like like if I do big big rooms it's it's always cool with a big stage and you get i i don't understand how this happened but every time i've done a big stage yeah um i haven't thought of it at all i just i've just gone on and then i just become bigger i walk around more yeah like mostly i just stand at one spot and like move my hands sometimes and stuff like that mm. but but like if it's a big stage and like a big room then i then I then I walk around and yeah, yeah. For, for sure. Man, yeah. I, I think that like the reason I like doing smaller shows as well, where the odds are stacked against me, is if I can crush in front of three people. Yeah. When you get to a bigger stage, it's easier. Yeah. Like yeah, it's, way it's, it's bit, so yeah. easy. Way easier. Like when we did the finale at Salt, there was a hundred people there. Piece of Which cake. Room? Oh, the the big one. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah, that's called. Yeah. yeah that, long Salt, I think. Yeah. The yeah. big pyramid. Yeah. So that was just like. Man, no problem. Yeah, you know, easy. That's, that's the. I'm not gonna say any names, but I've I've done lot uh, a few times, and some of well, uh, a lot of them rehearse on the big stage, so you see like uh, some some of the jokes not well landing just because there's a big room sort of. Mm. Uh, so like so like I. Th I feel like a comedian should do small, small crowds and small venues because your comedy will become so much stronger. Fun. Yeah, yeah. D yeah. Doing comedy for crowds that are difficult yeah. 
makes doing comedy for crowds that are good a cakewalk. Yeah, it's a like a fucking cakewalk. And I've seen comedians do jokes in front of a small crowd that didn't work. They just yeah. weren't buying it. Yeah. And then the exact same joke in yeah. front of a bigger crowd, they all ate it up. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the joke or the way the, the comedian told it. It was just the group dynamic. Yeah. So that's why I think like you get a big stage where people have paid 250 kroners to go yeah. there. They're so financially invested. Yeah. They're emotionally yeah. invested. We're going to laugh. And also the, 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 the sort of what you said, the mass hypnosis. If it's a bigger like laughter spreads. So, yeah. yeah. And that's what I think is like a part of the beauty with uh, like Latter, like yeah. that main stage. People go there, they go, okay, this is a good venue. Like yeah. this is a professional venue. Yeah. Look at the lighting. That helps a lot. It does. And you compare that to somewhere like Lincoln, yeah. where it's just like, okay, we're just at a brown <laughs> pub. It's yeah. a free show. We yeah. don't know what to expect, whatever. Yeah. So the attitude of the audience member is completely different. They're, they're, they're more susceptible to the mass hypnosis yeah. when it's a professional venue and they've paid cash to be there. And there's a lot of people. And there's a lot of people. Like like the main stage at Latte mm. is good, yep. but the club scene at Latte downstairs. No, it's uh it's the 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 main stage is is like downstairs, but the the club scene is in the in the end of the hall. Yeah. That's uh, where they have two levels? Yeah, two levels. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that's my favorite. I think that's my favorite stage on side of Misfornosis. Like but but like if you if you're on the, if you if you bomb at Klubsen, I've done it once, that's your fault. You gotcha. can't, you, like it's hard to bomb there. Yeah. Uh but it's such a good like it's such a good like um the acoustics and stuff like every uh, everything is in like uh in an arrow or like a yeah like a v yeah like a v so yeah. everybody laughs into the v oh yeah the walls Fuck. channel it down towards that singular point it's so insane and like the yeah. stage is perfect perfect size and, yeah and like there's always good mcs and oh Dude, did God. it lot to recently get sold Uh, I think they sold it to like a a, a, a comic a comic soul. I think they sold it like the stand up Norge. Yeah. Uh, there's uh oh dude, sorry. Can we pick this up? I just really need to be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, just go for it. No yeah, problem. Yeah, just take a piss break, bro. <laughs> I'm uh I'm just gonna keep talking yeah, so I don't have to fuck around when I'm editing. Can I steal another snooze, by the way? Course, yeah, before you go. And take a snooze break. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, dude, there's a toilet there. You oh, can just go in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? So, uh, what I heard, and I don't know whether this is accurate or anything like that, but that Latter got sold to a Scandinavian comedy organization that have clubs in Denmark, Sweden, and now they have Latter. Which is pretty cool. And at the Edinburgh Festival as well, I saw that there was a show. Hani performed there. Stian Blip performed there. A bunch of other comedians. And it had like a Scandinavian comedy presents or the best of Scandinavia, something like that. So I don't know. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true. But I think it's true. I don't know. And I bet they sold Lotta for a fuck ton of cash. Maybe like... Uh, 150, 200 million, because that place is gold. That's why I'm going to perform one day. Latter. That's the goal. Not the final goal. Not the, like, the, wow, that's the top. It's pretty close. I think it's the best fucking stage you can do in Norway. The best comedy venue. Have the best comedians. 
Yeah, man. That's the dream. I've got a plan to get there too, by the way. I'm working real hard, real hard, cleaning up my material, making sure that it's like good subject matter, doing it in Norwegian, sticking to the Norwegian comedy. I think it's going to be a thing. Welcome back. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm not fucking pausing shit. Thanks, man. I'm just going to go edit, 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 edit. Yeah, but you're good at riffing, I heard. Ah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just uh, saying, you know, some what I thought happened with Vata. That yeah. they sold it to a Scandinavian comedy. Yeah, I heard they sold it to, but I think they sold like uh, Stand Up Norge, which is like the, the the agency and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. So I think everything is under... Uh, a comic soul, which yeah. is like a branch of atomic soul. Yeah. Um, but I, it's still the same people that um, that runs it. Like Irina Kranz still runs it. Yeah. Like a f- fucking G. She's yeah. She's open. She's done a lot for for comedy in Norway. Yeah. Like the the salaries you can have with the like corporate gigs mm. in Norway is just her. Oh, because they're booking comedians out for like kickoffs and big yeah. corporate gigs. That's where the money is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you think you'll ever want to do something like that, or? Well, I've done some corporate gigs. Like I did a military gig with the Yomastev and Morgan Gallery. That yep. was really, really a good experience. Like mm. Yomastev, nice, uh, such a nice guy, and like we went for a run, and then we did <laughs> did the show, and yeah, but we I went jogging. Yeah, but I, I I really like when I'm I'm on tour that it's just it's not just drinking yeah like yeah, yeah. I, I like to drink as uh, as well but if you want to do it as a job you sort of have to keep some normal normalcy yeah so, yeah, yeah some yeah. healthy routines yeah 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 so yeah. so like uh, when i was on tour this this weekend like i was out from wednesday until uh sunday mm. i yeah. made it a rule to to go on a run every day yeah and, and like eat but 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 still like i've done i've done some some are really cool some are not as cool because they they really don't care. Yeah. Um I'm doing one a couple of weeks from now, I mm. think. Uh yeah. yeah. I, I've I've filmed a bunch of these corporate events. Yeah. Like tons of them where they've had comedians. Yeah. And they fucking put in the work, man. Yeah. They kill it. It's not like Man, they're like memorizing the people's names yeah. and products, and they have so many jokes tailored to that company. Yeah. And they're doing things in advance, like making pre rolls that they throw to on the screen. Yeah. So it's like uh, they work. They yeah. really work. Yeah. They're really, really, really working. Yeah. It's That's, impressive. I would. I, I absolutely would do that for money, but I'm not gonna lie. I. I. I really. Why I enjoy doing comedy is to like make my own material yeah like egotistical maybe but, yeah, yeah i got gotcha. you but i but i understand why the comedians do uh do um do the work because one corporate gig i did i had one joke about the corporation yeah and then i went into my old stuff uh the the joke about the corporation like killed yeah but but the rest just fucking yeah. i ate a bag of dif- dicks yeah but like just keep, do the time which is in the contract and you yeah. get paid 
Yeah, you know when I did that jujitsu camp, I yeah. had to do like twenty-five to thirty minutes or something, and then the jokes that did the best were about people who were in the camp because the camp went for like a week, yep. so I had a week of experiences with these people. And, and jujitsu all... jokes, I can, I, I can exactly, yeah. and making fun of the black belts. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because there's like three hundred people at this camp, or yeah. two fifty, or whatever it is, and you can't like nobody knows everybody, but everybody knows the instructors. Yeah, so they're like the kind of like people that you can really yeah. target, yeah. and there is something fucking poetically beautiful about just slaughtering black belts to yeah. an audience filled with white belts yeah you know what i mean yeah but the jokes that did the best were definitely organization specific yeah yeah and then i also got like this uh, birthday party gig a guy who was turning 40 he goes hey can you come up and he goes you don't have to write anything new it's not a massive budget but if you could just make a couple of jokes about getting older that would be awesome yeah and I was supposed to do 10 minutes and I ended up just writing a whole 10 minute set yeah. specifically about that guy. Yeah. Googling him, going into his Instagram account, finding out the name of his dog, all that kind of shit. And it was perfect. Yeah. So I think like if I did a corporate gig, I would definitely spend a lot of time just finding out like, I don't know, a lot, a lot about the organization and the yeah. people and stuff like that. Yeah. Because like what you said, that was the one joke that fucking crushed. Yeah. It's the, it's another talent, yeah. that stuff. So, but it's good to, to rehearse it as well. But I like it because yeah. the thing that I had to do when I was writing for this dude in the jujitsu camp was I had a very specific subject matter. Yeah. And I had these parameters. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that I kind of struggle with sometimes is when I'm writing, I'm like, what's funny in the world? What's funny? Mm. But when you narrow it down to go, what's funny about this camp? Or what's funny about this guy turning 40? Yeah. Then you're like, okay, let's extract this small subject and just get out as much of it as we can. It's so much easier when you have like, like, yeah, I was writing with uh, Mohammed uh, when, before I came here, yep. Mohammed Basafir, and he got this new cholesterol uh, uh, medicine. Mm. So we went through all the side effects and then just, you could just write a new, you could just write a joke about every side effect. Mm. Like, like you can just put the premise and then, so it's easier if you have like this list of things to go through. Yeah. Uh, so like I have this new joke about abortion now Yeah. and I go like... Uh, it's not the joke that I get. I, I get laughs. I get a lot, a lot of laughs, but it's not like the ones one they laugh the most of. Mm. Uh, well, sometimes, sometimes. Uh, yeah. Well, but but it's just another thing about the subject, another thing, and another yeah. thing, and another thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's so nice when you start writing like that exactly uh when it's not just up in the air whatever you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like it's like you're flying through space and there's an asteroid field and there's just like all these asteroids <laughs> yeah. and you're like i'm gonna land on this one yeah. and extract all yeah. the resources yeah. out of it yeah. i know yeah. there's tons of other asteroids around me yeah. but we're just gonna get the ash the minerals out of this one and then we're gonna take off yeah yeah Dude, speaking of uh, the cholesterol thing, yeah. what are some of the side effects? Well, it was like, yeah, uh, <laughs> it was like, yeah, diarrhea. Oh my god! Uh, impotence, like oh. you can get a boner. Uh, it was, uh, it was uh, a lot of stuff. If you're, um, uh, do you have any listeners on this podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah a lot. Uh, I don't know. I've got a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I want to uh, ruin it. No, nah, don't ruin the no, joke. But you could get anorexia from it. And oh yeah, I got you. I so, see where this is going. So and we found a lot of cool stuff for it. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, but that's a fucking shitty list of side effects. <laughs> yeah. Just the impotence yeah. and diarrhea. Yeah. Oh my god. I'll yeah. take the cholesterol. Yeah. I don't want to be shitting my pants uh, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I I've actually 
like I've uh, I've been diagnosed with uh, ADHD just recently. Congratulations! Uh, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a flex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, but didn't you always know? N- well, you always well, like the 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 the. Um, the last couple of years, well, the last like five years, I was like uh, thinking about it, like maybe, but I was pretty good at school. Yeah. But it was only the subjects which uh, where I had you. interest. Yeah. Of and course. then I would laser focus. And my dad was really good at like getting methods that that helped me focus. Mm. Uh, so so we sort of like b- the first year, I could never just uh, read a whole chapter and remember some stuff or or read it a couple of times. I had to like um like like write everything down and be very like into it. Yeah. Otherwise I would just ramble off. I can I can read a whole page and, and think of something else while yeah. I'm reading. Yeah. But but what I was getting to is um uh, the thing with medication. Like yeah. yeah, a lot of doctors want me to to get medication. Yeah. But I'm like should I like I've been doing like pretty good, not great, but I've been doing pretty good my whole life. Mm. Like and putting a new substance into your body and like yeah. Like it, it is medication and I have thought about it, but like but like there's your sleep sleeplessness, your you, you, your appetite goes down, and then I'm pretty skinny as it is. So, yeah. so this is I'm not a doctor, uh, but the only medication you need. Is, <laughs> yeah, is yeah. yeah, I feel I, feel, I diagnose you with the three grams <laughs> yeah. of weed. I feel that way as well. But but I, I listen. I totally agree, man. If you don't need to take another fo- substance into your body and you're yeah. performing like optimally and you yeah. can stand on stage and yeah. tell jokes and yeah. you know you're happy, yeah. I mean, how much more happy or productive are you going to be if you take something like that? Yeah, yeah. I feel like action is medicate medication as well you know definitely yeah. and i feel like expressing yeah. your potential in yeah. an area that you're interested in yeah. is something that you don't need to focus on yeah like re- you're f- you're writing jokes yeah, like yeah. You're performing like i remember like that's a good point i i remember but but writing jokes is like a, a hard process sort of for me mm. but like i remember when covid hit i started doing this long distance stuff like i did uh I did a, a marathon and then I did a, a half Ironman triathlon mm. and it's like a lot of work, you know. So yeah. the training, like it, a half marathon, no half um, half Ironman, is uh, if you're good, it's six hours. I did five minutes and forty five minutes, five hours and forty five minutes. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Damn, that's a good time then. Yeah, I, I was well, like you're not like astonishing if you do six hours, but if you train to it, it's it's around six hours. Yeah. Um, but I remember those years, like mm. that year. Uh, I I I don't think I've been like that content because it was so easy. Just like it's hard to be out on a run like thirty kilometers every every Sunday or something like that. Yeah. And like it, the schedule was like I had a lot of running and swimming uh, during the week, but mm. like um, Saturdays and Sundays. Saturdays was th- uh, three hours of uh, biking. Mm. And uh, Sundays was three hours of running. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's and, a lot. Yeah, and I've never been as contempt as when I did this because it was so easy. Just this is the work I have to do. Yeah. And when I was done, I was like, yeah, like nothing would like because I've I, I've I've done it. It wasn't a lot of like mental uh, like like hard to like put everything together. It's just hard mentally to keep going you know yeah but if you if you if you kept going 
it would always reward me. Mm. So like, fuck that now. I don't want to do it again. But yeah. But, but there is something about like when you're doing something for a long amount of time, and you just go one foot in front of the other, yeah, yeah. one foot just running. We're still running. It's an yeah. hour later. We're still running. Two yeah. more hours left. Let's. We're just running. Yeah. It's kind of mentally. It's like meditation. It absolutely. Is. Yeah. And I was. Uh, I was really good, like mentally during that peri- period. Yeah. And you, you know what else I think kind of helps with that as well is just like you're not fucking distracted by things on your phone. No. Like it's just you're running. Like yeah. It's just I'm just doing this now. Like Listening you're not checking things. You're not like getting in and out of notifications yeah. and stuff like that. You're yeah. just being able to do something for an extended period of time. Yeah. That's that's also a part of the reason why I really like going on stage and doing or, or skydiving as well. Mm. Because like during those minutes you're in the air or those minutes you're you're on stage, you can't think about anything else than no. what you're doing. Yeah. And it's such a relief. Yeah. Uh, Nothing else matters. Yeah. yeah. It's just what you're doing yeah. this second. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Dude, I couldn't imagine not having things like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like not having these like um, art forms or these blocks of time carved away where I can just do something to a deep level of concentration. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like without that, all you're doing is just constantly putting your attention to a million different things. That's why I like like surgery or like narcosis. Yeah. Like yeah. you're so out. You're, you're, yeah, you just get a break from your, your yeah. brain. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> we lost time. Yeah. Have you had surgery? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I ha- I've had, I've been, uh, I had some knee surgeries. Yeah. Did you like the anesthesia? Did, did you go under? Yeah, man. I, I said I didn't want to go under. Yeah. They're going to, we're putting you under. I was yeah. like, no, nah, can't you just like give me a local? Yeah. They're like, no, no. 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 Yeah. no. So I kind of tried to, uh, I tried to stay away. Yeah, but like, you can't. You know, you're, you're not staying away you're from this asshole. asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> breathe this. Yeah, yeah. But it's a trippy thing, man. Yeah. The um, what do you, what do they call anesthesias? Yeah, anesthesia. Yeah, yeah, because I think what it kind of does is it takes you to the door of death. You know, you're not yeah. really awake. Your body is like you're, you're shut you're down. Under. You're under. You're under. You're not there. You're not there. Yeah. You're not there. And even when you're dreaming or when you're asleep, yeah. you're not there, but you're kind of there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, you have dreams <laughs> yeah. and st- stuff's going yeah. on. But when, when you go under, it's just like, it's, it's like being dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It is, right? Yeah, yeah. I agree. But that's what's so awesome about it. Yeah, man. That's what Michael Jackson did. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fuck this. Yeah. I like, want to die every night. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to think about the kids that I molested yeah, anymore. <laughs> nah, just l- let the lawsuits fucking take a break while Michael Jackson sleeps. Yeah, that's the, the that's the reason why I think anesthesia is just when you're at the hospital. Yeah, not at home. Nah, st- stick to st- <laughs> keep it at the hospital. It's not a fun drug. It's not a fun drug. <laughs> nah, man, Michael Jackson's a good example of somebody who just fucking you know totally flipped out. Yeah, you know somebody who was like a childhood star and had everything. Yeah, like you know, like you hear these stories of people like you know like robin williams yeah or you go wow everybody loves you yeah. and then they just can't keep it together or they have mental issues and did you they... know robin used to steal a lot of uh material no yeah did he it's too bad it, in well, the early career or even later no later uh, oh shit but the the thing is like you can't take away his his uh sort of genius because if you watch a lot of the the things that was like insane about Robin Williams, mm. um, I feel like it's more of how he performs. It's not as much of the material. 
you know? It's him. Yeah, it's him. It's him. Yeah. But still, he he used to actually steal a lot of... In his stand-up, yeah. he would steal other people's material. Yeah. Oh, that's such a bummer. Yeah. It's really a bummer. I feel yeah. like that was probably a lot more common before than it is now. Yeah. And like, it's, you know what I mean? People it, don't have the opportunity to film themselves 30 years ago. Yeah. And it's easier also as well um, because uh, when you're big, because... People who's think gonna, it's yours. Yeah, who's gonna who's gonna believe? Like, so I've got a really good example of that. Yeah. Uh, do you remember at the Louis C.K. show? There was a woman who yeah. performed Tullock, yeah, Tullock. Yeah, yeah. and Tullock has this joke about him putting on a seatbelt yeah. or his girlfriend putting on a seatbelt, yeah. and then she literally has the this, exact yeah. same yeah. joke. Yeah. And I know Tullock didn't steal it from no, her. No, 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 no. And but I, it happens sometimes. It happens. And yeah. I don't think she stole it from Tullock. Yeah. I just think they both just came up to the same absolute similar conclusion. Yeah. But uh, people probably would think that he stole it from her. Uh, absolutely. Right? And it's just like, just because she's bigger and on a platform and then you go, well, it seems like... That's, that. also, uh, that's also a reason why I put my stuff out. Some A part of the reason. Mm. Because like, I wrote this. Here it is. Yeah. And like if people do other stuff around it, like uh, like um, if people do something similar, like they, they see, okay, he put this out like yeah. uh, two years ago. So he can't be still. I, I don't really care no. uh, because like um, I know that I don't like I know my ideas come from me sort of. Mm. So if something is very similar and I thought of it, then I will probably steer away from it. Yeah. But but I'm pretty uh, like before. I used to be really scared of it, but yeah. now like I'm. That's one of the confident things I have. That I I, I get my ideas from yeah. from like my my own brain, and then I tell it to other comedians, and then they help me yeah. tag it up and stuff like that. But yeah. So there's a lot of times when like I've done comedy, and I've seen it a lot as well, where people have a very similar premise. Yeah. Like uh, I did this joke a week or two ago about the. The walrus, Freya, yeah, yeah, you know that got killed, and then so did three other people. Do you know what I mean? Just because it was such a big headline, yeah. and, and all the takes were different, but it wasn't yeah. too different. But the 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 that's when it's important to just do the do the joke, and I think I think like um, jokes that is in from the news, mm. which people are gonna gonna forget. You should film and just. Put exactly. It, it out. Yeah, that the the one reel that I put out on yeah. Instagram was about seventeenth of May. Yeah, and I put it out like a week or two weeks later, and yeah. I go, okay, that's it, done. Seventeenth of May. Joke, when seventeenth of May uh, comes again, mm. you can do that joke here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have a joke about like um, when it's an uh, election. Yeah, I hate it, and <laughs> I always, I always take it up when there's an election. But you hate the joke? No, I hate the election. Oh, you hate the I, election. I hate elections. Uh, Why do you hate elections? It's just like you think it's bullshit, or um, a lot, a lot is bullshit. But yeah. it's also like I'm, I'm sorry to say this, uh, I'm privileged, but I don't really feel any difference every time there's somebody else winning. No, like in Norway, there's pretty, it's pretty stable. Yeah, and I, and like I hate. Well, the premise is that I hate when, when I'm going to the store mm. and people come up to me and want to talk about politics. Yeah, so I've figured out a way to, to 
stopped him. Yeah, <laughs> very very easily. I'm not going to tell tell no. the joke, but but that's but I really hate when they're selection as well. Man, uh, I'm for the most part, I'm I, I'm in agreement with you. Yeah. I don't really notice much of a change yeah. to you my everyday life. You still go to work. You still yeah. But the one thing that I noticed was when the environmental party MDG yeah. when they came into power in Oslo. Then yeah, the they car, they uh, changed a lot. They yeah. took away like I mean it must be hundreds of parking spaces yeah. just in my area. Yeah, yeah. So and you know they put in cycle lanes and I guess yeah. that's cool. Uh, but then I I noticed it. They actually really transformed the city. Well, but the cycle lanes in also is a fucking joke. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I'm a bicyclist. I I ride my bike uh, almost everywhere. Mm. And like if you go to Copenhagen, yeah. Like the bike lanes are are as good as the 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 streets, like the, the car. Yeah. But like here, like you're in a bike lane, and then it just disappears. Yeah. Like we're like you're supposed to. We're supposed to be the the most the richest country in the world, and you can't put a bike lane. Uh, longer, like further, you can finish the bike lane. Yeah, so they just stop the paint. Yeah, they, they just the, yeah, the paint no, just ends. Yeah, and and there's no bike lane, so you're riding with the the cars and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts. Like, I like the thought of environmentally friendly like stuff. Yeah, me too. But still, like how they're going about it is very weird. Like suddenly you get taxed the fuck out of riding a car and mm. for me i have a car but but like i don't really need it mm. to but i like having a car so i have a car and i also live outside of uh, like the city center yeah uh but like i'm thinking of like uh what is a what if it's a uh um a woman with two small kids yeah and she's uh, riding uh the youngest to barnhage mm. and then she's riding the oldest to school yeah so that's that's 50 kroners already. Mm. And then and then you're picking them up. That's 50 kroners more. Yeah. And then you're you're go, uh, uh, going home and making dinner and then you're taking them to like sports and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, that's yeah. 200 kroners a day. Yeah. And like people say like, "Well, you can't take the bus. Well, try raising two children alone." Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, so that's like I feel like you you've made an inf- infrastructure around having a car yeah. uh, especially when you live outside of city center mm. and you're just suddenly changing it yeah and what uh, else gets added to that cost yeah. is the parking yeah 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 like the parking is so expensive yeah. and now there's parking everywhere that you have to pay for have you gone parking like in Lillestrøm? no it's like 10 kroners that's a uh, dream uh, yeah like if it would be like that i was like I would be like, yeah. Uh, if it would be like that, I would be happy. I would be happy to pay it. But it's yeah. like 60 kroners for 40, 40 minutes of standing there. Like, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's so much cheaper if you have an electric car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, if you have Way an electric bit. car, yeah. like for me to park an electric car for like five hours yeah. is like maybe, I don't know, 50, uh, 60 kroners. For my girlfriend to do it with her diesel car, it's 230. <laughs> like it's 50 kroners an hour or something. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. 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 So that's a way that I've noticed how politics have affected me yeah. personally. Yeah. Like in my area, when I finish work for fucking, you know, nine o'clock at night after doing 13 hours yeah. and I'm driving around like, where the fuck can I park yeah. my car? Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's too bad. Some, some things like that. Yeah. But I, was, I 
Oh, sorry. No, no. I was going to say that I actually really do like that there is a strong focus in Norway on electric cars. Because in Australia, there's no electric cars. But I, I, I want to I wanna ask something about yeah, yeah. this. Because okay. I was thinking, like, I, I saw this article that the, uh, like the, um, oh, what's it called? When you're making the electric car, yeah, there's a lot of um, pollution when you're making the electric car. Like Wh- at the factory or something? Yeah, yeah, when you're producing it, right? Yeah. So... So I think I feel like you should go over to electric cars because mm. it in total has less pollution. Yeah. But like, is it in? Re- I have like a, almost a. I have a twenty-year-old car now. Yeah. Is it more envi- environmentally friendly to to just put that on uh, on a scrap? What is it called? Mm. Uh, uh, like a yeah. to scrap the car? Yeah. Why why aren't we reusing those cars like they do like they do in Cuba? Yeah, in, 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 until they're like pieces of junk and you can scrap it. But mm. like, is it better to just mass produce electric cars, new cars? It feels like a it feels like a it's like a consumer problem. Yeah, like just yeah. getting some new shit. Yeah, but what about that shit? Yeah, like, why are you buying a new yeah, outfit yeah, every party? Yeah. Just can't you use that outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I don't know, man. I think I feel like the, it's a lot of hypocrisy in, in environmental. I, I think so issues. too. I think so. But I think that like the benefit of an electric car in a country like Norway is the hydro power. Yeah. So like the energy that generates the electricity, from what I understand, is a lot from uh, waterfalls and Water like, natural and resources yeah. so then at least you're not like burning uh petrol and extracting oil out of the ocean and stuff yeah. like that yeah it's yeah. Re- it's a renewable energy source yeah so like the electric cars in 10 years or in 20 years if yeah. they last that long yeah they're uh, the only co2 emissions is from their manufacture yeah so that's i guess you know what I mean? But I'm like, with the whole environmental stuff as well, like, I feel like I'm a uh, very negative, but, like, we know all these issues, right? Yeah. But, but like, I feel like it's just, like, like, when you see H&M has, like, this is ecological cotton or something like that, you know? Yeah. Like, but the production of all of the other stuff is still going on. Nothing's stopping. Nothing, like, from the big, big factories, yeah. nothing is stopping because that's, uh, like, a cornerstone for the uh, economy, right? Yeah, definitely. So, I don't, I don't know. I, I, well, I clearly don't understand me though but like this is my thoughts are like why yeah there's i I think that like the economics behind being not environmentally friendly is so much bigger than the economics behind being environmentally friendly because you have all of these big brands who constantly want to make more money and the only way they're making money is if you buy more shit yeah and so they're dedicating like billions of dollars to marketing and making you buy more shit but like the real answer is just to use secondhand shit just to use the shit that you've had and just realize that what i have is like okay for this or if you could like borrow stuff for a special event like if there was like a library for fucking tuxedos or shit that you needed to use you know like how we have this car sharing thing yeah like if there was like um an items sharing library yeah so you don't need to everybody doesn't need to buy a fucking electric drill or a hacksaw or whatever it is you need you can just go oh, let me just borrow this and then yeah. i can use it but then like so much of the economy would probably suffer yeah you know the, the biggest sham i feel like is when 
when Statoil changed their name to Equinor. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's like, okay, but you uh, are you stopping uh, oil extraction? No, 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 no. Uh, in, in a couple of years, maybe. Yeah, we're going to increase it. <laughs> yeah. We're going for it. Yeah, it's so much optics. It's, uh, it's really ironic, I feel. I think uh, so, too, because it's not what you're doing. It's what you're being perceived as doing. Yeah. And like back to the environmental thing, yeah. it's awesome that Norway is really environmental, but such a small population yeah. and it has such a small footprint compared yeah. to what China are doing. Yeah, we're just uh, or sit in a big pool. Totally. Yeah. And like in Australia, the ozone layer is pretty fucked. Yeah. And the same as in New Zealand. I don't know. Like, Dude, Have you been to Bangkok? Yes. That's insane. Yeah. Huh? Like it looks foggy every day, every but day. you get sunburn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the like the tuk-tuks yeah. are just yeah. spitting out smoke. You're like, yeah. Meh. That's yeah. an insane place. Like you see a family of five on a little scooter and with the dog. Yeah, <laughs> you're like oh my, it wasn't enough with five. You got a dog yeah. on there too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you traveled much? Are you a big uh, traveler? Um, during my uh, um, my adult life, I've traveled a little bit. Yeah, but during my my young, like when I was a kid and and a teenager, I traveled a lot. Yeah, with my my dad and my mom. Okay. They. Like my first, uh, my first trip to uh, like across seas or like abroad, yeah, uh, was like when I was three months or something. Oh uh, wow! So yeah. your parents were like were dragging the kids to another country. I I think so because good. my that's good. Yeah, my 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 father is uh, in the military, uh, yeah. or he he's retired now, and my yeah. mom was uh, was in uh, the police. Ah, so so they they traveled a lot, and yeah. we traveled with them, and my dad like. He had some some work in the United States, and he uh, he lived in Italy for a couple of years, and we also went to trips. So I've been to like the best country I've been to is Thailand. Yeah, uh, it's got everything. Yeah, we w- were there. Uh, first time we were there, it was during the tsunami, 2004. Yeah. yeah. So that was pretty insane. But that I think also that's the reason why we went back six times. Yeah. 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 Uh, so your dad's like, uh, we're going to take the kids to uh, Thailand. Let me just do this black op. <laughs> and he comes back. <laughs> it all went well. Yeah, Stop yeah. Stop the detonation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 well, yeah, well, we were there when, when like, the, the, um, the wave hit. Oh, you were bullshit. No, you were no. there when the wave hit? Yeah, yeah. Where, where were you? Uh, we were at the uh, PP. No, PP. you were at PP when the tsunami hit? Yeah. Dude, that fucked up a lot of people. Dude, that, that was the... That was I was that was one of the worst places uh, in Thailand was hit, like Indonesia was way worse because the 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 earthquake was so close to to the the land. Mm. So it first the earthquake came and like it fucking floored the whole city or the the city is close to the port, and then a big wave came. But in Thailand, we didn't really feel like we felt like I. I remember I. I had this. Um, I had this funny thought when when we woke up. Uh, or well, I woke up of the the little the was, tremor. Uh, yeah, like the uh, a little very small earthquake. Yeah. But I remember I I I um, had well I shared a room with my bro, uh, my, my brother Christian, and he was like fourteen. So I was like, "Fuck, he's jerking off yeah. <laughs> in the bed." But but it was uh, an earthquake. Uh, but it was so small, so we didn't really think that nothing was going to happen. Yeah, like, right. I remember I talked to my dad uh, during breakfast and like, "Do 
do we uh, like is there a chance of a tsunami like no it was so small mm. but it was like one of the biggest waves and then, in history and then what was your experience when the tsunami wave hit well pee-pee? i was i was pretty i was pretty i was pretty lucky yeah because um because um like uh i <laughs> it all comes down to sandals gotcha. <laughs> i got uh, i got sandals like good nike sandals uh from my dad uh, before we we went yeah. but my brother wanted flip flops so he just wanted to buy it uh, there yeah. and i wanted to come with uh, my aunt my uncle uh, my cousin and my other cousin and my brother to go shopping mm. but my dad was like no you have sandals already so i just went up to the room mm. um uh, we were like at this motel, like uh, two stores, and yeah. we were at the second store. Okay. And the fun thing about that is, we actually wanted first floor because yeah. then we can just walk right onto the street. But the hotel fucked up. Yeah. So and then we just heard a lot of, a lot of shit, uh, like a lot of noise and stuff. And if you're uh, if you know Thailand, there's always a lot of noise and stuff in the streets. But I was like, this was pretty bad, right? So I just walked out on the balcony and like fucking water all over and it was just like moving and people were yelling and stuff like that. So so like we didn't really understand what it was because like we didn't put everything together. Yeah. So um uh so we first me and my dad were like maybe it's a water tower that has like but then it's like it's so much stream and then we just walked down to down the um down the stairs uh to where the water was yeah to look for people and there was like this bloody dude that just had gotten up to like this ledge like bloody all over and he was like go back up the wave can come back You're like oh fuck there's yeah. a wave but then it was then the problem was like okay we were safe but where was my brother uncle cousins yeah. uh aunt where where were them pretty much brother mostly of course because like he was alone. He was fourteen. Yeah, I can't imagine how, how, how scared he was for us because he had just ran, you know. Yeah. Uh, so he didn't know how we were. No. Maybe he was suddenly alone. Yeah. With his uncle and stuff. Um, but we 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 stayed there for we stayed at the hotel for a big while and we just uh, tried to help people. Yeah. I remember there was a cat that uh, had uh, was. Uh, like giving birth mm. during the the tsunami. Oh my god! So I had to pick up the small kittens from yeah. the water and put it up. Yeah, pretty pretty insane. Damn! So you guys were kind of saved because you had the second story because the hotel was shit because they fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. Damn! It's so much so much like things that could have gone yeah. way worse. We were so lucky when we were there. Because a lot of folks died in PP. Of course, yeah. yeah. I saw a lot of, like, I was, I was 10, 11. Yeah. And I, like, I saw a lot of dead people yeah. there. I don't know if it fucked with me or not, mm. but, like, I can only guess, right? Yeah, like, well, maybe it's an incredibly traumatic experience to go through yeah. like, collectively with a bunch of other people who yeah. are suffering and, you know, drowning and losing their lives and getting injured. Yeah. It must have some kind of, you know... Some impact, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, I rem- sh- shit. I remember the, the the most insane thing was when, like... Because my dad, after the water has had gone back, he mm. started walking around in town 
um, looking for for Christian and the other family members and stuff yeah. like that. We were supposed to stay in the hotel yeah. in, in case uh, a wave came back and stuff mm. like that. But uh, suddenly, like after three, four hours, my dad came back and like, okay, we have to run. It might come, a, a bigger wave might come. So yeah. we just have to run. So we ran through the streets and and up to like this mountain. Uh, and, and there was like this Muay Thai, um, Muay Thai uh, arena. Yeah. And... Um, Muay Arena, and that's where people has had been brought to that was injured. Yeah, and I remember there was this this woman standing uh, onto a bar, holding onto a bar, and she was screaming like a, a large lady, like a little bit fat, and yeah. she was she was holding on to the to the to the bar, and and I remember like she was screaming, and I didn't understand why she's screaming, and then I looked down. To like her tie, and she had like this pipe just thread through her. Holy her shit! Tie. It was it damn, was, and like that's just one of like there was yeah, hundreds, you yeah, know? Yeah, because all the debris and the floods just took yeah objects and just smashed into people. Yeah, yeah. shit. So you went through that? Yeah, damn. Like, yeah, it's it's gone pretty well. I feel yeah. after that. Yeah. And like going through it, I went back to school. Like went on with my life, mm. really. Yeah. The f- the the uh, like I said, uh, lucky as well. Like um, wh- when we were at the Muay Thai uh, stadium, yeah. we couldn't really stay there, you know, because because there was so many injured people, and we shouldn't take space there. So a lot of people started going longer up into the jungle, right? Yeah, yeah. So. We found this place. I remember I, I, we walked. Are we good? Yeah. Uh, I remember we walked behind this Danish guy, which had like broken his ankle, but like not like just broken his ankle. His ankle was like yeah. ninety degrees, and yeah, he yeah. was just still walking. Yeah. Just like, but like we started walking, and we found like this spot that was like okay. Yeah. Um. But my dad was like, "You guys want to stay here for a while?" And I was like, no, uh, let's just walk a little fur- further. Just yeah. I was scared, you know? Yeah. Uh, and when we got to the top, we found, we just walked on to my brother and uncle. And yeah. So it's, and it's, it's, uh, it's such a weird thing that we, because it was the amount of people on the mountain there, and we just walked on to them, you know? Yeah. And the funny thing about when we had to sleep in, in the jungle that night. Yeah. The fun thing is like the animals, they know when a natural disaster is coming, right? So they flee. Yeah. So it was a lot of animals and people in the jungle. Gotcha. They were all seeking refuge at the same place. Yeah. Because that's what I was going to ask you. That's what I heard. That's what in, um, in Pipi, the, uh, the birds started flying and the animals started running up the hill. That's true. I guess that must've happened, uh, at the first earthquake or something. Yeah. They know, they know some, that's pretty weird. eh? They they just sense that they just sense danger. What do you think that is? I think it's just they they're more connected with nature than we are. Yeah. So they feel the tremors and they sort of it's just instinctual. It's they, just they like, like get to high ground. M- millions of years of just like this is your instinct and and they don't have thoughts that that like sort of fuck up with their instincts. Yeah. They just they just act on instinct, you know. Yeah. But the shit. funny thing about that was like there's a lot of animals, snakes, stuff 
up in the jungle. Yeah. And there's also a lot of people yeah. there. So uh, we found like our families, like my family, like my brother and mother and dad, and mm, like uncle and aunt and, and my cousins, we found like a little area for ourselves when, yeah. when because there was a lot of, gu- a, p- a lot of stupid people making fires and stuff. <sighs> like, okay, there's, we just got through a tsunami and then we're like going to make a forest fire. It's not cool. So, nah. so we just went a little bit further down, like for ourselves. But the problem is when, when there's not a lot of space, yeah. uh, a snake comes up to people and stuff. Yeah. So we woke up like three, four times in the middle of the night, just fe- sounding like there was a gang of buffaloes just running down towards us. Mm. So we just had to make this, this uh this plan of if we hear it again we just we just go out like um what's it called we dive into the <laughs> to the bushes sort yeah. of so they they don't uh run run us over yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, shit so you guys were in full-on survival mode like just like there's some shit we have to deal with it we need to work together as <laughs> yeah. a family this is some fucking yeah bad shit yeah all right everybody this is what we're gonna do yeah but Damn. we were we were so lucky we were so lucky yeah uh, Man, yeah, another thing I heard about that tsunami was that on Peepy again was that there were people scuba diving. Yeah. And they were uh underwater and they didn't get affected by the tsunami, but the boat got fucked up. So, hmm. uh they were uh, uh yeah, I don't know how deep they were, and then they were fine, and then they came up and there's just no boat there. Yeah. Like where the fuck what happened? They didn't know what the what was going on. I don't know like if they're really deep, uh it sounds plausible, mm. but after this experience, I've done a lot of like I learned about tsunamis and how they appear and how like you can have an earthquake without uh, a tsunami. Yeah, uh, there's uh, different ways of the the plates of the earth move. Mm. So like if you have a mountain, that's really two plates that just met and just goes up in the air. Yeah, but there's also a way that there's this. I think this was um, this was uh, like a uh, a plate, an area in to the ocean, yeah, which was yeah, of course, uh, which is um, which was a uh, hundred kilometers uh, on diameter, okay. which fell down. Ah, oh. so if you if you take your hand uh, just underneath the surface of uh, like if you're uh, swimming mm. and you do like this, you see the. You see the waves coming up, yeah. But it's just energy going towards, right? So it's 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 going like this, I think. Yeah. So if you're underneath, it's okay. Yeah. And if you're out on the ocean and you have a relatively big boat, you'll be fine. Yeah. But uh, when that water, when that energy hits the shores, it didn't it didn't go up like this, like a surface wave. No. That didn't really happen. It just keeps on going. It just pushed it, like yeah. just like the ocean just extended. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Wasn't the earthquake like off the coast of Africa? Isn't or, or it was on? Uh, I think it was closest to Indonesia. Okay, so it was there. Yeah, Sri, yeah. Sri Lanka and Indonesia. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, like yeah. The, the 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 worst places were were Indonesia and Sri Lanka. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They felt the the they felt like it. Like I said earlier, it was first an earthquake that mm. was like shattered the whole city and then this massive wave just came in and yeah fucked everything up dude i saw in the paper the other day that like 30 percent of pakistan is underwater now 
Is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like there's a massive flood happening in Pakistan right wow. now. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't even read the article. I just saw it. I just go, damn, that looks like a lot. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like a third of Pakistan is flooded. Pakistan is uh, such a big country. It's an interesting country. I feel like, like, isn't Pakistan and India pretty much the same same thing wasn't it one country i think it used to be one yeah. country and yeah. then pakistan got carved out and now you have india and pakistan yeah yeah but i think you're right yeah because i think it was religious probably uh, right in, in uh, india and pakistan yeah yeah so i guess like a lot of the geology is similar yeah like a lot of the landscape is probably yeah but it's so massive right so it's like uh, you can have everything in pakistan and everything like yeah. like k2 is in pakistan Yes. K2, like the... Yeah, the right? Yeah. yeah. It's so insane, like, yeah. That's a fucking... That's Death Mountain, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. dude. Do you, you want to do... I thought about it. Actually, yeah. you know, um, this is kind of funny, but I was uh, here as an exchange student, and then I was about to go back to Australia. So that's why you're here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why cool. I came. I yeah. came as an exchange student. Yeah. I, I tried to get into Sweden, yeah. but uh, no. no. But I'll let take anybody. No, just come. Yeah, come, come on. <laughs> you're a shitty student. Come on. But how was your first... Um, first like meeting like how was your first um what, what was your first thoughts about norway because i can like i i can get like australian or or american culture from from like media and stuff like that yeah. but it's not the same way the other way around uh you know honestly man the first time i ever heard about norway was in the 2000 olympics okay and i was uh i was there i, was, I did some performing and then i was there as a volunteer what, and what kind of performance uh acrobatics so i was in the opening ceremony of the 2000 olympics what kind of acrobatics uh nothing too impressive man i was just like running on a wheel and doing some handstands and some cartwheels and yeah 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 just like just to this. be a you weren't the gymnast right Right. I, I I was a gymnast as a child. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and then I did more gymnastics as a teenager and trampolining, and yeah. I was also a stunt performer. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So um, that's what I was focusing on during mm. the Olympics was acrobatics and stunt training, things yeah. like that. And then I auditioned, and then I got the role, and you know, there's a lot of people performing, yeah. and we're you know on the uh, opening ceremony, opening like, ceremony yeah. for like a I don't know ten minutes or something. It's a four hour show. Uh, anyway, but. I was, uh, a couple of days later, I was like walking through the Olympic Village and I saw the most beautiful girl that I'd ever seen. Yeah. I go, wow. And she had a friend with her. We were about the same age, like 21, 22, whatever it was. And I go, wow, this girl is gorgeous. And she had a flag painted on her face. Yeah. And I walked up and said, hi, I was just wondering what country you're from. And she said, oh, we're from Norway. Yeah. And I go, oh, Norway. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> cool. See you later. Yeah. And then it just that was like my Okay, so the women was the reason why that yeah. one girl yeah. was the first time I'd ever heard of Norway. Yeah. I'd never even heard of Norway before. Yeah. Until I met that girl. Yeah. I'd heard of Sweden. Yeah. And I even heard of Denmark, but I'd never heard of Norway. Yeah. I didn't even know it existed. Okay. And you know, that's just yeah. before the internet yeah 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 total sure, sure. fucking whatever sure. living on an island somewhere yeah and uh so that was my first introduction to it yeah and then when i was in thailand i dated a beautiful swedish girl yeah. and she lived with me for two years in sydney how long did you live in thailand 
Oh, no, I didn't live there. Uh, yeah, I was we, just backpacking yeah, there for yeah. two months. And I met her after like the second week and we kind of just fell in love. Yeah. And it was like just me and her and this is it. This is perfect. Yeah. I'm going back to Australia. Do you want to come? Yeah. Yes. Lived there for two years. And then she was like, uh, you know, I want to go back to Sweden for a while. I go, yeah, I totally get that. Let me see if I can do an exchange year there. Yeah. Couldn't get into Sweden. Got into Oslo. I go, you want to move to Oslo? She goes, yeah, we'll make it work. And then that's when I came to Norway. Yeah. Cool. So that's the story. Is that the same girl you're you're with now? No. No. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> it didn't work out at all. <laughs> it didn't work out at all. Dude, it's so funny because like I have I have an Australian uh, Australian friend. Yeah. Uh, who he's found love now and he's he has uh he has uh, kids and stuff like that, and he's like, no, it's the fucking shit. But but I have this fr- other friend, British guy. He came here because of a girl, and he's just started working in film here, and they broke up, and she's from Norway, yep. but she moved back to Britain, yeah. and he's staying here, because the film the film business here is way e- better and easier yeah, yeah, than in Great Britain. Huh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, it didn't work out with this girl at no. all. Like, I was supposed to meet her after the film. Like I'd been here like on a Monday. We're supposed to meet up on Saturday. She was living in Sweden. I go, oh, I told everybody. Oh, my girlfriend's coming. Uh, we kind of broke up a little bit before yeah. that, but it was on and off. Yeah. And then I go, yeah, no, she's going to meet me at this island. And I go, where are you? Where are you? And she didn't answer me for like four hours. And then she said, oh, actually, I I, I hooked up with somebody else and I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> so you kept it normal. Yeah, dude. Oh, I fucking dude. kept it real. That's such a good joke. You have to talk about that. Yeah, I should. Dude, yeah. like you're talking about being showing your vulnerability and stuff like that that's yeah. such a good good story you yeah. have to figure out how to do that on stage I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll yeah I'll for sure work on that that's women, good women are I've I've thought about it sometimes women I don't feel like they're they're ruthless but they they don't want to um they don't want to hurt your feelings so the outcome is way worse yeah. because they they don't have the balls or the exactly the ovaries to tell you the the truth before yeah you, you find out about yeah. it afterwards yeah. when it's already too late and there's nothing you can do yeah like, I, oh, okay i remember i dated this girl and not a good girl at all like uh had a drug pl- problem and like <laughs> but she was like she was exciting you know so so and i remember like after th- two or three weeks she just like like we had a sort of a relationship sort of like we 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 hung out every day we like we had something so i thought was deep but suddenly she just stopped answering my text yeah. <laughs> and like so she just like you know she she just she just ghosted me really yeah. like and and like I'm like, what the fuck is going on and like after a, a long time she was like no it's not going to work out well why <laughs> why are you telling me this now yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some women. Yeah, it's uh, like that. Um, but uh, to answer your story about mountain yeah, climbing. Sorry. Uh, no, I was here for two years and then I was about to go back to Australia. Yeah. And I was planning on doing tracking in uh, Nepal for five or six weeks. Insane. Yeah. So I was uh, really focused on doing that. And I was like, uh, you know, I'm trying to train here and running up and down hills and getting all the equipment, getting all the shots and everything like that. And I really wanted to do mountaineering. Like yeah. I really, really I had a strong appeal to me yeah but then i ended up uh, not doing that i stayed in norway i you know i, I met uh, an, another girl and yeah. fell in love with her and i decided to put that on ice yeah 
but uh, it it really appeals to me the um, idea of summiting a peak and climbing and doing something extraordinary. Yeah. But I'm fucking so scared of it because yeah. I think it's so dangerous. Yeah, it is really dangerous, and I feel like also you. Well, K two is another another beast. You know that's really dangerous. But like if even Mount Everest, I heard the climb. It's not the worst you know like mm. uh, like if you have if you do it with oxygen and stuff it's doable if you're if you're if you if you train for it and like you're mentally prepared and stuff like that but yeah. but like still like the altitude and like things can go wrong so fast yeah they can go wrong so fast and i know that there's a lot of bodies yeah, yeah. just on everest and yeah. they just leave them there yeah, and yeah. You, you know as you're summiting or walking up you just look at them what you put what are you supposed to do you know? no nah, you can't yeah. do shit yeah. i mean you need every ounce of energy just to get yeah. up and down have you seen 14 peaks yes oh my god yeah yeah. that's yeah. a fucking machine yeah he didn't leave anything anyone no nah. no nah. yeah he yeah. what how quickly did he do it was it in like seven months or something crazy uh, in six months in he six did it in in less than six months and and like one of one of, like it's so insane like how things like how he, like he he was uh he was hung over when he climbed the Kananjanga or something. Yeah. And he, like he was sitting in the interview like, yeah, I struggled for a bit because because <laughs> I, I was hung over. Was hungover yeah. And, and like and also like they didn't do like first camp like base camp first camp uh, like and yeah. woke up. No, they did everything in one push yeah. because like oh yeah I understand that you're <laughs> oh you're not saying <laughs> yeah no yeah. he I think so but I think like those people that come from Nepal especially and I know that he was like a Gurkha yeah. basically an elite athlete yeah. an elite soldier but I think they just have some kind of some extra second gear in them man yeah like they just evolved growing up, yeah right they, they evolved, evolved in that climate yeah. so yeah. if you see like a, uh, on the coast of Philippines as well they evolved with uh, like uh, holding their breath, uh, I think is Philippine. Really? Philippine. How long can they hold their breath for? Well, it's like seven minutes, and seven minutes. Uh, m- uh, like most of the people that are, are really good at free diving is yeah is from the Phil- uh, from that area in the Philippines. I think it's the Philippines. So, I saw this Vice documentary. So they're once. like Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. They're just fucking. Huh. Yeah, really. How long can you hold your breath for? I don't know really. I used to do that the Wim Hof breathing. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, yeah, uh, it really is really actually really calming when you're you're done. But like I remember, I got to like with that breathing, I got to like four minutes once. Really? Yeah. But it's way easier when you do it like four. That. Oh yeah, because you're oxygenating your blood. Yeah. 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 So damn, that's some David Blaine shit, yeah. man. But I think like maybe if I really push it, like one and a half minute, maybe, maybe. And that's underwater. Well, like if you put your head like the four minutes that you did it, were you just holding your breath in a room? I was holding it, but I wasn't cheating. Uh, yeah, 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 because it was only for myself, you know. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, dude, I used to be pretty good at holding my breath. But yeah, it's definitely something that if you don't do it constantly, you lose it real quick. Yeah, I think so. You I know, think I, it's a, a a skill. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I used to swim almost fifty meters underwater. Almost 50 meters. Almost 50. I never got the full 50, but I got pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just about moving slowly, actually. Yeah. And keeping your rhythm down. Yeah. Yeah. I would try to like keep my heart rate. My dad could do it. He would do it. I was like, I'll try to do it. And then he just moved real slow. Like just really effective movement that didn't require too much uh, energy. 
But those dudes that free dive with the fins on and they're underwater for seven minutes just swimming around or yeah. descending yeah. and then like fucking hell, man. Yeah. That's like the reason why those Philippine uh, people are, are like that is just because they they evolved because they had to get food like fish. Yeah, so they, they had to. They stayed under. There's also like uh, a place where they, they dive for... Um, pearls for pearls yeah in Vanuatu yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. in the Pacific yeah and they're also their lungs are yeah the... pearl divers mm. yeah that's crazy because they're not doing that for food yeah. no, <laughs> they're no. just doing it to yeah. get some bling yeah yeah but what you said about like being proficient and uh, keep uh, like keeping calm yeah like I remember when I started uh, doing the the swimming training for the Ironman I did it was I was like 50 meters and then I freaked out because when you're you're swimming for like a longer distance like there's two kilometers so it's pretty far and takes time yeah you you have to stay with your head in the water and you just dip your your mouth up and then you keep going you know mm. but like and when I started I was like 50 meters and then I had to go up and like, <gasps> and and it just took like more and more just getting comfortable and just how, like, how many strokes were you doing per breath uh just uh, two so yeah, okay. or just one yeah. uh, 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 very proficient swimmers uh, do like three yeah 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 three is good yeah and then you don't get the kink on the one side of your neck no nah, always turning that's uh, uh, you if you if you're swimming right you're supposed to rotate yeah so so it's just it's just getting your like if you if you rotate your body in swimming it's the most proficient way so yeah you're, you're going like this and this so yeah, yeah. yeah you're rolling with it yeah 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 so that's the best way but uh but like that not freaking out just taking your breath not going fast that's the that was the key and i feel like that's the key to everything yeah just don't freak out focus yeah. on your breath and like, jiu-jitsu as well 100 percent yeah. jiu-jitsu if you're in a bad situation yeah to stay calm yeah remember that you can't tap yeah. Anytime. Dude, that's yeah. it. Just focus on it. Relax. Do some fucking Yeah. Steal breaths when you can. Dude, you're you're a pretty interesting guy. You've done a lot like how old are you now? Forty three and a half. Oh fuck you. Yeah, boy. No, but like yeah, I I can talk to you like I can talk to, well, I'm I'm almost thirty now. So I have to get rid of this like young boyish mm. <laughs> like i'm i'm a young boy but anyways like you uh, you talked about you've been trekking or backpacking across thailand and south america yeah, yeah. and you and you've been doing jujitsu you've skydived as well yeah you've had your license yeah, for I had, a, had a bad experience with skydiving what where, happened um uh the i had well my line got twisted yeah so that was a pretty traumatic uh fucking 30 seconds where mm. i had to untwist the line yeah. and then um also when i was landing we had uh spotters on the ground yeah. that had this big arrow which was supposed to be pointing uh i think it was against the wind yeah. and then they fucked it up and they put it the wrong way so i came in really really hot uh -huh. came in really really fast and had to do like a parachute landing roll and it was all very traumatic and then uh -huh. the instructor was somebody that i didn't trust at all because when we were going up he goes do you want this shoot it's a little bit i, I took like this in the plane no nah, it was just before we bought oh, it yeah. so this was during the course and um he said uh uh i'll 
that's a beginner shoot. Don't you want this one to land a little bit faster? And I was like, no, he goes, no, don't be a pussy. And I fell for it. And I took the The instructor did it? Yeah, the instructor did it. This was in Australia. Yeah, this was in Sydney. This would never happen in Norway. No, right? That's what I'm thinking. And and uh, this guy was just a fucking asshole. But I know that the level of uh, safety and professionalism at that place is fucking bullshit compared to how it is in (laughs) Norway. Sounds like it. Yeah. Did you do it in Voss? No, I did it in um, Rena. It's Oslo Skydiving Club. Yeah. Uh, Skydive Oslo. But it's in Rena, two hours away from here. Yeah. Best place for me. You felt safe doing it? Uh, well, of course. I, I was shit scared every jump. Mm. Uh, I didn't sleep for a week when I was doing the jumps. Um, yeah. I was really scared. But this, for me, the scary, still scary part is like uh, going up. Uh, to altitude on a plane yeah yeah are we are we uh, you know what at any minute one of these cameras is going to turn off yeah i think so that happened to me on the other podcast yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. but just to finish the story and then we'll wrap it up yeah sure um every every jump was really really scary yeah Uh, i'm not gonna lie i didn't sleep for a week but but the scary part for me is going up on the plane Mm. um and, and like exiting yeah but when i'm in the sky uh, the first time was really scary in the sky, but after that, I was like, okay, the the shoot will open most of the times like nine hundred ninety nine. Like the, the statistics is nine hundred ninety nine of a thousand times. Yeah. So like, and you have a reserve and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but like the the safety, uh, like they, they, you're not allowed to have a have a shoot with. Uh, with uh, sh- uh, like rougher landings or like a uh, faster landings mm. uh, until you until you like I jumped with 240 like 240 that's the 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 uh, area like the big how how big the the um, the shoot is yeah so it's really big and really stable and that's all all from weight yeah to 240 and uh, and after like when you do your seven levels and then did the level eight yeah and then you jump alone so i'm always using the 240 shoot when i'm doing the level eight after you get your a license you're only allowed to go down to one 190 gotcha so and if he was an instructor and he gave you the shoot that must be like 145 150 that's like a that's like a recipe for a broken uh, broken um, broken leg yeah and a lot of people that dived th- uh, that did skydiving there they fucked up man yeah broken backs broken ankles all kinds yeah. of shit so i told my friend afterwards who's a qualified uh you know experienced skydiving he goes oh man i wish you'd talk to me before you went there because that is like the worst place to do it yeah yeah that's it doesn't look, it sound sound good at all nah man <laughs> fuck that fuck no. yeah, yeah no i i it it made things uh like easier to do the first jumps because it was such a it was so safe like the safety was such a big yeah big thing there yeah yeah, yeah. that's important yeah dude we gotta wrap it up these yeah. cameras are gonna turn into pumpkins how long or have we been going dude i don't know maybe like two hours or something i think so yeah yeah, yeah. man it dude. went fast so i really enjoyed talking yeah. to you it was really nice yeah thanks I'll, for uh, thanks for having me dude always yeah. i love hanging out with you i love yeah. seeing you perform i love talking to you yeah all right uh, fucking legend give yeah. it up fist bumps thanks man all hey, right dude. ladies and yo can i can i uh, uh can i plug my dates yeah yeah, yeah. plug your dates you have a reach right so no, I, apparently I, think, I don't know yeah yeah uh so uh like uh 
today well it's not coming out today so well but uh, saturday i'm doing galvans venner at the comedy comedy um the comedy festival at nya um uh, next week we have our own show tin sip um, club uh wednesday uh and uh thursday i'm doing um, stand up at uhurt and friday then well not anything there and uh, the, the week after i'm going to bergen uh 15th and 16th of september i'm doing ole bull and Oos one place um and uh yeah so but uh come through and check out my instagram if you want to um grab a show and uh, would be nice what's the instagram handle and uh, my instagram handle is uh, uh alexander bust i'll check it you out you have to double check <laughs> it Dude, i'm sorry uh 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 oh Fuck, this was not good. Dude, you're Actually. fucking social media live. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alexander Bastiansen. Yeah, Alexander Bastiansen. Straight, uh, straight out. That's so easy to remember. <laughs> yeah, but you, sh- you can't <laughs> fucking yeah. double check that. No, but I used to have like Bastian Oskilander and Bastiansen Alexander yeah, and stuff like that. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Uh, thanks for being a hey, guest. Thanks for Take having care, me. ladies and gentlemen. Such a great time. Bye. <laughs>